Let's try this again. All right, welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. I'm Tyler Friel, uh, sitting here with the Delta Losers. Yeah, screw you, screw you, and screw you, and another Delta Loser coming in. <laughs> I'm so angry. I'm bitter. Very oh, bitter. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, we got little guy, little guys here, so we got to kind of keep a filter on it. Um, you gonna say hi? You say hi. He wanted he wanted a podcast. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, with the grown ups. So anyway, um, yeah, been a while since we got the whole. I think after the last time all of us were here doing this. I was puking in the Costco parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of. Four months ago. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was March that before was? the snow even melted? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you were pretty funny, bud. <laughs> Watch where your rifle's pointed. Anyway, well, this is kind of the. Uh, Pre-sheep. Pre-sheep, <laughs> pre-sheep podcast. Everyone's getting excited, I imagine. I don't even know what to say. It's kind of that pre, pre-sheep pre hunt, like... Angst. Angst. Yeah, like, That's a good way to put it. Getting the shit in the pile. I'm just getting ready to go. John is literally getting his shit in a pile. Like, you mean my Like, act? figuratively. No, not figuratively. Actually getting his shit in a pile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So literally getting yes. shit in the pile. It is in fact happening. Yep. Why don't you move that mic just a little bit closer to your mouth, but not your nose? There you go. <laughs> you getting some wheeze in there? No, I just you have a tendency to breathe to mouth to like <laughs> breathe heavy on the mic. Can but, you talk but more I, or less breathing. But I gotta but I gotta turn I gotta turn you up so I can hear you well. Just get her all dialed. <clears throat> yeah, but uh yeah, what the heck else to say? I don't even know where to start. You guys all have Delta tags. Temple yep. has a Delta tag. He should be here sometime, so it should get interesting. <laughs> He's on his way. I just he, I texted him, told him, I was like, ah, we're starting, just come on. <laughs> he is also getting his shit in a pile. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. Me and him were getting our shit in a pile together at REI. He, he was shopping and looking for some Aquamira drops, and he wasn't too impressed with REI, but I wasn't either. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did we did we ever tell the story, Frank, when you and me were in there? I don't know. Look at when what you were looking story? for puffy pants years oh, yeah. ago. No, no, we don't have those story. Yeah, what, the, they, what did she say? There's no such thing or something. She's like, like I don't remember well, you asked went. her a couple times. You and you said it like, was it like um like synthetic down pants? So like you know, puffy pants. Yeah. And this is before I, you know, I copied you after you got them and saw how comfy you were, and I was freezing my ass off. So, um, anyway, we're getting the chicks like, you're like, I'm looking for these synthetic down pants. Well, what? And you had like said it a couple times, and she's like, well, I'm like, what for? What do you need those for? It doesn't matter. Right? And you're like, so I don't freeze. <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to sell me stuff or not? Yeah. <laughs> And then, you know, finally deduced that they did not have any, which kind of surprises me. Well, I don't know. We were just, Carrie didn't have any. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll be able to get them because I got some here in town eventually after yeah. that. And we went all over the place. Nobody in town. Huh. Unless you want, like, super lame-o camo. I've got a pair huh. of sportsmen's. Did, did you no, we any? Should, Yeah, we ordered some. Oh, we got I'll, some. Okay. Yeah, say, I've got two. We don't wait until of... the last minute. I don't, typically. Yeah. I, I go and, like, try and start getting my stuff together. 
a little bit early because I know that everybody today, tomorrow, the next day is like, oh yeah, sheep season is on Saturday, and then you can't find the you can't shit that you find need. anything you need because it's sure. all gone. Yep. Um, is, uh, you didn't not but, even frontier. Because no, normally zero. they got they got Nothing. like wa- several like they're like oh yeah our winter stuff isn't you know I was like this is Alaska it's winter all the time <laughs> put puffy pants on the shelf people will buy them you know right. yeah They'll so it was Sportsman's was the only place that had them but they're like camo they didn't they're kind of cheesy looking you know I mean aside from the fact that they're all camoed out they're not big time Chad pants they don't yeah they're pretty chatty <laughs> they don't camo uh, Carl they don't look like they're well made. Yeah. So I was like, whatever, we can we can expedite the shipping and get these things here and we just ordered some. But so. yeah, that uh so yeah, that lady and then finally but you're like we're like, fine, I'll go find some somewhere else. She's like, Well, I don't know as we're walking off, she's like, I don't know where you're gonna find any. You know, yep. like just real it's typical for banks business, can, like and, the well, customer it, service. And then is lacking. Yeah, yeah, there's the no best. competition. Like, you know, no where are you going to go? Gonna, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then that well, that was the same day. After that, we went right to like the food thing because those pro bars they have they're really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember, they on the end of the rack there they had oh, yeah, pro bars on sale, ninety nine cents, and they're normally like three or. Three fifty four dollars. Yeah, hey, don't be dragging that around, son. Um, right. And so ninety nine cents. I'm like, <laughs> like <Right>. grab a <laughs> They start ringing them, them up for like three fifty or whatever. They yeah. Are a piece. We're like, wait a minute. You uh, were like, are you seeing that? And I'm like, oh, excuse. Me. Like, I know it probably comes, it comes off, at, off the at the end. end. No. And but you know those are on, on sale for ninety nine cents. And the lady's like, no. No, you know, not. like all copping some kind of attitude. Yeah. I'm like, well, it says they are over there. It's like, well, I don't know where you saw that, but that's not. I'm like, look, it specifically says <laughs> pro bars, 99 cents with a bunch of pro bars under it. Yeah. And uh, and then they have their little like walkie talkie secret service radios, you know, and. Which, well, which they, ones are the pro bars? I'm trying to think of them. There's the yeah. ones that are going to be responsible for like corn and pumpkins and all sort of crap growing all over the mountains. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> oh, yeah, those are good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, yeah. I've had and, uh, They're pretty, they're fair, I mean, they're really dense. They don't weigh a lot, and they're like 390 calories. I mean, yeah. 290 like, maybe. They're like probably yeah, they're 200, you know, yeah. 200 calories per... I was thinking that you were talking about those power bars john's mom sent them a fucking oh, giant yeah. bag those travel to so many places like, <laughs> kodiak twice all it, we've never the eaten same them. bars yeah. i've been yeah, every, yeah. all over the oh, state yeah, all over the state like, we've <laughs> never eaten one but they look like uh something you'd take on apollo 11 or something yeah. like that you know, <laughs> like, like clay the yeah. original the original power bar oh yeah. is that i know exactly what you're talking it's like about taffy. they're like yeah 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 i was gonna say yeah I took one bite of one oh, like like five, disgusting. six years ago, and I haven't had one they're since. They're still in your garage in the food bag. Yes, yes they are. Some, some poor soul will, will eat one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Apocalypse. You'll be yeah. eating those <laughs> things like in a long I don't, time from now. I've got a few things in the old like food box from that. This year, I didn't I didn't buy any Mountain House. I had enough left over from last year and various other stuff that I haven't bought any yet. Second trip. Which I'm assuming, or third trip that I'm assuming I'm going to have to go on. Buy some then. I'm going to probably have to get some, but yeah, there's been a few bars that I eventually just threw out because I'm like, I'm never eating that after you had a couple. <laughs> we spent a bunch of time this year um, 
actually dehydrating a bunch of different foods and trying like making our own yep. time what's, meals. What's that? It's super time consuming to dehydrate all this different kinds of food and stuff to put it together. And then on top of that, it takes forever to rehydrate it, even in boiling water. And you can't, and I guess you could like take a mountain house package with you and dump all that in the package and then put the water in. But the couple of times that I was out camping and I took them and tried them, it made such a mess of my, my jet boil. And it was like boiling over. Yeah. Cause I was trying to still cook it to like make it faster to rehydrate it and made a huge mess. And I was like, we can't do this. Like, I don't want to be on the side of the mountain trying to, figure trying to out do how to dishes, eat. you know, and yeah. trying to figure out when I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I want it in like 10 minutes. What so, did you store them in or whatever did you We just put them in little sandwich bags, Ziploc sandwich bags. Okay. Yeah. I think some of those Ziplocs you can, are like boil proof. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. exactly. And you can get um, the vacuum seal bags. And like vacuum seal stuff, and they're like, yeah. just throw it right in and boil it. Oh, right you in the put vacuum it right in the sealed wall. bags. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. I'm yeah. glad you touched on that. I've been kind of curious about doing that myself. And if you did that, I might not want to do it. I'm kind of sick of the mountain house thing. I spent, I think, almost 400 bucks today on various goo bars and mountain house. Yeah. Do you see John, like, I, with the apron on over the kitchen, like taking all the time to pre-make his food? Honest opinion, like. <laughs> Pre-make it and dehydrated stuff. John, I've, I've watched John cook um, lots of times, and it's usually at my house, and he does one thing really well, and that's curry, but he makes a I don't do only one disaster. thing really well. I do, I, I do a lot of stuff. Multi-talent. Well, that was one of the meals simple. we made with chick, curry chicken with, like, different noodles and... Um, beans and he'll use stuff in it and he'll use every pan in the house and every utensil oh, it's, and every, it's yeah. a disaster yeah. Oh, yeah. but it tastes good <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah. i can't see you making dehydrated meals bud sorry i don't know I'm <laughs> <laughs> no it's a great idea yeah, I like, you know smoking yeah. fish seems like more of a pain than that though and i love doing that that's an easy you know love just love doing that it's not uh because most of labels. the time it involves sitting there drinking beer yeah. watching your smoker <laughs> Every every two hours you gotta refeed it, <laughs> refeed it, and yeah. get some glaze, glaze some syrup yeah. on there. Eat, eat half of it, three quarters before it's done. And Carrie just <laughs> smoked a bunch of fish for us to take with us. Oh, nice! That's awesome. Yeah, I'm have. working on it now. Yeah, real good. We've John and I've done that the last couple of years. It's been so good to just whip out a chunk of smoked salmon, and it's tons of calories. But yeah, it tastes good. Tastes good. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You don't like my portions though. Well, last year you're packing like whole fillets. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Need I don't need a whole filet to snack on. bagels. Bro. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, is that is that um? Do you, do you and you're talking like just regular hot smoke um, or well cold and eh, I guess it would be technically hot smoke like mm-hmm. a 120 to where there's still like some moisture in them yeah. and not like not, not like dry. native fish. No, they're no, not dry. No. It's yeah, tasty because that I mean that that native dry fish is like some of the best stuff I've ever and that was like remember the you couple years when I had a bunch ago, of that yeah it's good and I that like was it. chums <laughs> like that yeah. was Yukon yeah. chums that stuff I, was amazing I like that but with the drier the whatever it is the more water I need to drink too and what, yeah and I, yeah it's just like you're you're you have to you don't want to do have to wash anything and you want to have to drink as little water <laughs> right. as possible <laughs> yeah. basically yeah, yeah. <clears throat> 
I like the dry stuff though that you that you brought back. That was good. I like to do that in winter. Um, cut the strips really thin, and then it's like this super cold smoke, and and it's just just this little Bradley smoker. But at like minus ten, minus twenty, the product turned out really good. But right on. Yeah. I cold mean, though when you're doing cold, it cold yeah, outside and, and pain in the ass too it was like using poultry shears and cutting it into just super thin strips huh. so it would dry mm-hmm. really well and that, yeah. that turned out like jerky you could just it was just shelf stable and um this stuff wouldn't be shelf stable very long exactly I, yeah. yeah and the jerky that i make that's what i was telling you is i just pulled out the last <laughs> ro- sheep roast from the end of the sheep from last year and cut it all into jerky and even the way that i make jerky it's you couldn't just put it on the shelf and walk away and leave yeah. it there. I, I like it. Moist. Moist, yeah. yeah. I where you can throw it in the freezer, but when it's in your backpack, yeah. it'll last a while. It will. It'll last the time, you know, while I'm sheep hunting yeah. for the first two days. Well, I, eat it all. <laughs> yeah. I had dehydrated jerky this past summer down in the Kasilov. A guy made some just like in a regular, like he'd make, you know, jerky, dehydrated salmon rather. And it was yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got that nice dehydrator. I mean, you can yeah, do something like that. Play too. with it. Yeah. It turned out really good. Yeah. Oh, I love having salmon up there, man. It's so damn good. Well, it's just such a <laughs> calorie in the oil, like the yeah. fat and oils in it are really good for you. Oh, yeah. I like the skin, everything. I don't eat the just skin. Yam but it. Just eat it all. Oh, I eat the skin, yeah. all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you. Just drive it right down <laughs> into you. Well, you're carrying it up there. You might as well eat it, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think got pretty much everything. I mean, the. the the to do, surprisingly enough, the the remaining list is pretty little. Just a couple. I had a list about sixty items long that I made in March of all the stuff I had to do between then and like August tenth. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just crossed the last one off today. <laughs> That's how long it took. It's more than I can say. <laughs> like I, just all sorts of stuff that had to be done. Like I want all this done before we start, you know, hunting. Yeah, that's a good today. lists so, are a good thing to do. They they are for sure, and but it's like so much of the stuff that's on the list. Once you've gone one time and sheep hunted, yeah, it's like three quarters of your list. I think he's talking about hard. like mow the lawn. It wasn't like hunt, it was four cords of firewood. <laughs> Everything I needed to have done before we start, you know, going balls to the walls. Gotcha. It, yeah, a lot of it was buying stuff that I needed or whatever, and then a lot of it was shit that had to be done around the house and you know whatever it was, but. Yeah, I don't really, I mean, well, I've got like a little packing list. I was just going over. Do you still I, have that original list, the one you sent me? It's like eight cans of dip, whole <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pairs of underwear, and I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. This is serious no, shit. I've got prob- enough clothes for like four months on this list. I don't know about that many pairs of underwear, but definitely two, more. Definitely two more, rifles, yeah, two definitely more. Definitely more cans of <laughs> really? dip than that. I have the list. Well, I remember the first time. <laughs> I'll take a picture. The first time that, that Frank, that you went sheep hunting with Tyler, I came to the shop there when you, were, when you guys were packing. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh, we had all, everything, both yeah. of our stuff, like, like totally laid out all over God, the floor. How's this all going to fit? It does. It's amazing. It, <laughs> yeah, does, it does every single sure. time. <laughs> it's taken yeah. me some years, but I got my stuff is like refined down pretty good to the. Yep. I got extra room in my bag you when I leave. For sure. Well, part of the thing also was like that was like the first time we were hunting sheep together, and our plan oh, yeah, was. Oh no! I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking what you're doing. I'm just saying. Well, I was. (laughs) (laughs) I was just pointing out. Thought I'd be a nice guy and get Frank into sheep hunting. (laughs) I took one look at that list when you first sent it to me, and I was like, "Holy shit!" (laughs) 
Are we taking a four-wheeler or something? <laughs> How am I going to get all this stuff? Yeah. It worked out. Oh, yeah. It always seems to work out, you know. If you don't Even mind smelling bad, you can get away with a lot, you know, yeah. a lot less stuff. Yeah. I mean. There's going to be a day that it's sunny most of the time where you can dry stuff. You know, you can rinse stuff off in a creek if you need sure. to and dry stuff out. I am going out there on a, a limb. I think the this first trip, I'm going to take that, that uh, down, like, backpacking quilt. Little system. You're, you're just going spring. for a few days. Yeah, I mean, like I'm die. planning on. I mean, like probably seven at most, and that's assuming like I found a ram I want to kill, and it takes me two or three days of messing around with him. You know, you could get a lightweight bivy sack. They weigh like six ounces for a really good one, and then your down bag is at least taken care of. And yeah, and it. and it's you know, I mean, I don't know. As skeptical as I am, I do. This is a good hunt to try it on because it's not like all or nothing right balls to the wall but it'll uh um it's hydrophobic down i guess it should be fine and uh i just have to be careful be cognizant of that so but you know after sleeping in at this summer camp and so what do they treat the down with something now the, the couple of them are just like waterproof down i don't know how exactly they do it there's a video on the kuyu website that explains how they do theirs, and I would assume all of the down and done super the, down and quicks down and all that yeah. stuff is pretty much the same. Yeah, this mm. stuff's this one's like Zen Bivy, but they got a whole thing like, and they got a ultralight, um, no, ultralight, it's pretty lightweight inflatable pad that actually has insulation in it, like mm -hmm. a synthetic insulation. You can feel it in there, and uh, they have like a sheet that straps on over your your mattress, okay. And then you tie that, you like has that blanket has little loops and grommets and stuff. You can like tie it up Underneath like a mummy pad. bag or you can tie it down to the pad. So basically the pad is your insulation on the bottom. Yeah. So uh, we're going to find out. I got my, I got my <laughs> space suit, just <laughs> my synthetic space suit just in case. A lot of my friends haywire, have been but. using quilts the past several years since they kind of came out what, maybe five, six years ago, but they're really light. Yeah. And you, I mean, you can get a nice 20 degree quilt for under a pound or just over a pound or whatever and that'd be down right yeah yeah they yeah. make they make synthetic ones that aren't much heavier um and you, i mean you need to make sure you're wearing a beanie at night or whatever because there's no like it's not like the mummy that comes up over your head like right like i'm used to where i just stick my nose and my mouth out the hole <laughs> cinch that sleep. thing down <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but i i do know that there's like a learning curve with them because if you don't have if you don't have them strapped down right to your pad, you're gonna catch a draft and stuff, and you're gonna get chilly. Huh. But a lot of times, I just use my sleeping bag as a blanket. You know what I mean? I zip it all the way down and just put my feet in there and drape it over me. So maybe it wouldn't be the end of the world. I mean, that's shit. Don't get that cold all the time. No, it doesn't. But there's times that it is cold. And I always err on the side of caution, and I always take a zero degree bag with me all the time. And I'm like. If it's hot, I'll sleep on top of it, or I'll sleep on my air pad and without anything, you know. But yeah. when it's cold, I'm happy that I have that and I can zip it up. And yeah. well, stay a man warm. of your a man of your stature, if you get your bags trimmed down, you dealing with a little less weight too. Not I, that I'm I looked sure, at that's that new just like a wisecrack. I but. looked at that new sleeping bag, and we actually did it last night. And I was like, I got in it and pulled the thing down, so I was actually using the hood on the thing cinched down real tight. And I was like, all right, with my toes down the way I sleep, 
I said to Carrie, put your hand and like show me how much bag is actually left and I'll yeah. get out of it and look at it. And it's only like six inches well, or something bag. like that. And I was like, yeah, I was going to ask you. The if you, other one if that I cut down was long. It was like 18 inches longer than I am. And yeah, it's like, this is bullshit. Carrying <laughs> this thing <laughs> around, <laughs> all this extra shit around with me. Oh yeah. Have you heard the, you, you know, Ami story? No, Nick? no, no, I have not. Yeah, she told me that I wasn't in the army. I was like, "Well, good call. Look at me. <laughs> Do I look like I'm in the army?" <laughs> you know army. You know yeah. army. You know army. But yeah, there's a few of those little sewing shops around. I mean, they do a lot of business for the military. She, she didn't want anything to do with my sleeping bag. She, she, her English wasn't the best, and she kept being like, poof, poof, and flapping her wings like a bird. She didn't want, she didn't want my down bag to blow up in her, in her tailor shop, you know? No, poof, poof. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I was like, it's synthetic. I was like, got scissors? She, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started cutting the st- stitching out of the sleeping bag and reached in and started pulling stuff out. And I was like, no poof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. When, I remember when you got that back. It was like money, like just oh, perfect, perfect size. Yeah, no, exactly. And then those are sli- uh, like kafaru bags you guys got, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And I didn't. I'm not going to do anything to it because it's perfect. I mean, it's good size. Fits good. They're nice bags yes, too, man. They're really nice. Yeah, yes, I've are. used it a few times now. Just I mean, it's hard. I, to I wasn't about to go out on a sheep hunt and take yeah. something that I've never used, so I've used it. Oh, I, know, I think like nice. three or four times, and oh, it's amazing. They're way bags. warmer than they look too. They're nice and thin, and you wouldn't think that. Yeah. Be, like I've I've just got a twenty, and I've used that all over, and uh, that's what I've got too. too. Yeah. It's like it's perfect. It's, yeah. I mean. Use it even with the heater going on Kodiak and um, last year up the Hall Road. That's what I used to in October. It was cold as fuck. They're nice. Right on. Yep, good stuff for sure. Yeah, that's one thing I've still, it's like in the back of my mind. I'm like, eh, because that slick bag's, I mean, it's just a solid go-to, but I'm sure this will be fine too. I mean, I don't know. Try it. It's not gonna. It's, it's not like That's I'm gonna the only die. way to find yeah, out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a. I do have my. I do have the the Kafaru puffy pants now too. So I got like the whole marshmallow man suit. <laughs> and my is that little, all in that bag out there? All yeah. that stuff. Nice. Yeah. All right. Pretty much. Pretty much everything except my bow and uh, my arrow tube and stuff. I'm gonna. You know, day before I leave, I'm gonna break, strap that, and tear all that out. stuff down, and throw. I'll just throw my bow in my bag and. Yep. Arrow tube and probably I'll probably just keep all the arrows and points separate and put my broadheads in when it's time. No sense in getting it out before the season starts. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. But we'll see. Temple should be here pretty quick unless nice. he got lost. <laughs> How's the? Uh, I was meaning to ask you. Looks like you guys have been killing it down down in Chittenden, John. Stupid good. Yeah, I mean, like it was um, for a while there. It was every single person on the boat was limiting. It didn't matter what the number was, and um, you know we fished in different drifts, and it was. I mean, the returns of it's over a million. But when they stopped counting, the fish were still coming in hot. So you know, I wouldn't be surprised. If it's like one point two a year by the time it's over. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's a really it was it's been it's been an awesome year for us. So we were really pleased with the way everything went. Yeah, especially after last year's, bon- you know, when they <laughs> yeah hanging out at O'Brien Creek with the with the brown bears and no one. Yeah, we yeah, <laughs> yeah no one was coming because yep. they did shut it down. And, yep. 
Nick was telling me I was going to ask you that you uh, think those like the the fish wheel surveys that they were doing because you worked on those projects that those might not be quite correct representations <laughs> of, what's, I didn't of tell what's happening that. in the river. Oh no! Um, <laughs> we can just I mean? like stop right here and yeah, mix this no, if we have to. No, it, <laughs> Um, you know, they, 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 they tagged a ton of fish. Um, which I'm not cool. saying nobody, like people yeah. are bad at their job. It's just it's like, not, a, a, is the, like, is yeah. no, I didn't say it, it that they were bad. At no, their job. no, he I, didn't. He's just saying that the sampling method and spot might not be truly indicated. Let me pre- yeah. Can I preface okay. what no, I no, said no, first? No, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I said it based it, off of the fact that you now have a different perspective of that fishery. Yeah. That, and, and that's what now, I was trying. Now you're trying, yeah. now you, now you think that maybe what you were doing there is not quite as accurate as it could have been based on what you know now the last couple of years doing uh, something different. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some fish travel the bank, some travel the middle of the river. Like, yeah. we, like we were catching them in tight a lot, but we'd catch them out farther early on and, and even late. So, you know, it, it gets tough and that particular site they have some you know that high water whatever um probably oh yeah i mean i'm not <laughs> saying that it's like anybody's fault i just was yeah. an interesting thing because you know if yeah. you're you're no. sitting there with their fish wheel and you think that that's like yeah, is, no, we, is the accurate representation when all of a sudden there could be gobs and gobs of fish that are not hitting your wheel? Yeah, and you know, obviously it'd be most accurate if you could run a gillnet all the way across the river and, and just, just shut her down, just yeah, stop they, them. But yeah, you know, it's it's not necessarily. And you know, the good thing about it too is that if you if it if there is an issue with it, it errs on the side of caution. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the opposite way, which you know, like we can all make assumptions based on whatever. Um, in terms of that, but it. You know, at the end of the day, no nobody really knows anything. Um, we like we we know a fair amount for for where we are, but you know, I, I've yeah. seen a whole lot of assumptions get made in the scientific community that have been um, that, that have that provided a lot of humor um, because then like time goes on. <laughs> You know, like we're <laughs> like last year. This is a great example. Um, you know, I'm not going to mention any particular names of this, but last year the, the warm blob. <laughs> you probably should. The the warm blob and it w- was 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 a reason for in the ocean. Um, it was basically the reason that they thought that the sockeye return was low and or delayed. Potentially, it's a plankton issue. Um, and it's a food web problem because of the climate. And then this year, I had heard that the warm blob may have been. Um, may have <laughs> increased the productivity of the area. So, yeah, so it's like, you know, when one year time lapse, you have like, you, you have this and this, and all that that winds up showing is that we know a lot less than we think we know. So, you know, you, you certainly, in biology and everything else, you have to err on the side of caution. You can't get too arrogant because you're going to be made a fool of. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. You know, it's, you got to try to try to do the best with the information you have, but it is pretty funny. Some of the things you hear that's like, oh, wait, yeah, two years a, ago, wasn't it like the complete opposite yeah, <laughs> the assumption, you know, and, and that's where you have to draw the line. You just have to collect the data and not make any assumptions. Really. I mean, like you can do preseason forecasts in ADF and G, they do an awesome job. And, um, but you know, at the end of the day, like it's still a roll of dice. It's yeah. I didn't mean to imply that it but it was wrong. I was just saying that. they're wrong. They're <laughs> terrible. They're terrible. No, I, but, I did. Yeah. But yeah, I mean like, you know, even still like effect catch rates and everything go into that too. So, you know, high water comes up, their numbers drop off. Ours can pick up cause fish will hold up and, and we can find them at high water. Yeah. So. Yeah. The boat gives you 
a lot of flexibility. Yeah, how did the, how was everything with the boat this year? Fantastic, man! It ran it ran awesome. Um, they they moved to the new Cutlass style bearing in the lower unit, and um, you know we put three hundred and I think three hundred and twenty eight hours or something on that boat. So, nice. Yeah, it was good. Um, not a problem to it. I mean, that was just basic stuff: oil change, check the fluids, etc. It's kind of just like a car. So yeah, it's really good. Nice. And if people aren't following, that's uh, John's. You know dip net and charter service copper river wild i don't know if that's dumbing it down too much if you want no no that's 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 exactly it that's what we do go catch a shitload of fish in a short amount of time is what is what the the idea is yeah we 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 did fish five hours a few times but um but and that's the full time length but the overwhelming majority this year um especially a little bit later on it was just we were out there for an hour an hour and a half and scooping Un- multiples <laughs> yeah yeah we had we had a bunch you know gary came out he got five at a time and he was getting quads and stuff he gary was done in i don't know probably 20 minutes or something so it was Jeez. cool yeah i've never seen it i you know maybe in like 13 but like operating a business now for this year i you know it, like in looking at the numbers like that's kind of what you hope for yeah in and out get it done well and there was a ton of kings this year wasn't there <laughs> yeah yeah we, we we had actually encountered uh, a several doubles on them which is just bizarre oh you know people people yarding in two 30 pound kings and a sockeye <laughs> in the net oh, yeah man. it was like yeah and, and riley had it pretty rough too because like the numbers of the fish we were getting at was just so high like it was just so, a ton of work was he the counter did he have to keep count kind of yeah or does like, everyone we, have yeah, to keep their own does but like you know you get good at eyeballing the coolers and like being like okay there's approximately 70 in here and there's 70 in there okay yeah. we have a 180 limit let's do a like Let's check this out. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, well, it's about seventy there. So, well, about, yeah, that's, that's exactly Trooper, how we do it. Yeah, about we don't we don't work there, in, we don't we don't work in approximates, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you could, yeah, you could eyeball it pretty well, and you know, like I don't know, we had a lot of proxy people this year, which is all good and everything, but we'll probably figure that out next year because because some of the people were allowed like a ridiculous amount of fish, and the weight does play a factor, especially when the water's high. Yeah, it's just yeah, you like to try to take it easy yeah even in that big old boat you know you start throwing so when you say the so if somebody comes down with a proxy they're getting their fish and somebody somebody else's so yeah they can yeah we had this group where everybody on board the boat was probably 350 pounds plus it was like like we were like what in tarnation like life jacket (laughs) literally we were gonna ratchet strap them onto them it was like you can't (laughs) zip them and um but yeah and that particular group had proxies too so we wound up coming up oh, it was boy. just the boat f- was full to the just blood and guts and gore and fatties and it was oh my gosh <laughs> watching the fuel game <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All, right. all right we're burning 32 gallons an hour getting up <laughs> oh man yeah yeah that's nuts yeah great year for great great year for the copper um the com guys did really well too so that was really fortunate for them uh, with last year so they needed it it's good when they do well too because then what the season usually stays open a little bit longer and they're more apt to let more like more fish through yeah if they do well everybody's doing well i mean like they'll 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 limit them before they limit the the alaskan users the personal use or, or the subsistence but um but yeah, I mean, if they're like wide open hammer, like like it was this year, then that just means there's so many fish yeah. that it's that it's gets silly. You know, early on it was kind of weird. We'd have like 20 minute spurts where we would like catch a ton of fish, and then it would drop off for an hour, and then it would hit again. But then that kind of got consistent. 
we got spoiled rotten there with that, so we were pretty pleased. And everybody Did you got find that there's it. certain times of day that it's way better than others? Yeah. Um, it, when it's hot, like stupid hot like that, it doesn't matter because, like, in the morning, we'll limit an hour or two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, in the evening, same. But, but generally speaking, that night shift tends to be better, and it's way yeah. better for kings is what we see anyways. Like, generally, when the sun kind of goes down over the rocks, we start yeah. nailing them. That'd be, like, around 830. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, and that's, I mean... I know when I worked for Fishing Game, it was a lot of smolt stuff, the out-migrating fish, but we also did fish coming into a couple of different systems and a lot of nighttime, yeah. late in the afternoon, nighttime stuff, especially those smolt that are going out of systems. That's all, almost always at night. Yep. And it's all in the dark down there in Kodiak. It sucked. There's bears <laughs> everywhere. Parts <laughs> around a little yeah. shitty flashlight oh, yeah. in the dark. There's so many bears around. It's like, shit. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yep. very fortunate. We're very, very pleased. We'll, we'll have another boat next year and expanding. So nice. Yeah, we feel really good about it. it was, Did you tell me what kind of boat you were getting already? I can't. You know, remember. We, we've kind of we've kind of muffled back and forth a little bit with that. The current boat we have is amazing. It's yeah. the nicest piece of equipment on the river by far. But um, but it's they don't. They're pretty proud of them. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so you know, we might wind up with with something pretty similar we like the uhm and they want us to run a run their boats in the fleet so we're yeah. gonna work out something with them and you know i was kind of thinking twin outboards maybe like twin 150 jets on on it that way if you do lose a motor you you've got a hell of a nice kicker there still yeah um but twin 150 jets can you met no, how no. much is oh, 150 I can, horse? Oh, I can't imagine how much, how much is 150 horse yamaha jet Ooh. Yeah, not yeah, not cheap. But like you, you need to you need to be yeah on that particular river doing it commercially yeah. like that where you're putting so much time and energy into it. I I really like the inboard setup. You know the outboards are they're really reliable and nice too. But for day to day, this year anyways, if you asked me last year, I'd have said screw inboards, go yeah. to the outboard. But, <laughs> but after this year, it seems like the day to day is a little bit easier with it. But. Hmm yeah like you've got the heat exchanger versus like the you know versus the outboard where your that little impeller goes out all the time in your water pump but yeah yeah it's uh i mean the stuff's expensive but when you are doing commercial stuff like you said like I've always you, and if you want to keep making money and doing good and keeping people happy you got to have good equipment oh yeah yeah then we actually had a breakdown last year and it it was it was like it's just fine i mean we've got kickers and a great safety protocol and got picked up but you know stuff like that you want to do your best to avoid but yeah 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 the lower the bearing went out on us so probably delete that from the pot thing <laughs> well no i mean it was kind of <laughs> we, we're breaking down and it's terrible yeah. well no i mean it's just that was still kind of in a, or in a, yeah shit happens in, in an early stage yeah. on that particular setup you know it's not like yeah that's like a tested platform. super time tested platform yeah. it's cool as shit like yeah. it's an awesome boat but but yeah and this year it got tested though i mean you know you're you're talking mid 300 hours yeah a season on the copper um with just no oil problems. changes and not a problem at yeah, all. yeah that's and that's yeah. a pretty abrasive place to run them i mean just oh, yeah. river conditions and all the silt in the river too oh yeah the the heat exchanger will, will plug up eventually but like you know you kind of got to the point where you can either clean it out or go into clear water and just and just rev it high and it'll it'll spray it out you know that's the huh. cool thing about that it tells you everything like i can go eh, something's wrong you know i'm running like eight degrees warmer than normal like yeah a little blockage or something so it's kind of cool to be able to 
with that interface anyways. Yeah, <laughs> where it's not it's not when the alarm's going off. Yeah, yeah, when the, yeah <laughs> you, you like, start yeah. start wondering what's wrong. Yep. I've always thought that I I've always been a fan of outboards myself over the inboards and a lot for maintenance. Yeah. A lot easier to maintain. Oh, yeah, it's all there. Everything's yeah. like right out there in the open yeah. and deck space on a boat. That's huge. Yeah, like we'd have another Oh geez, a lot. You know, I don't a know lot five more space. space. Yeah, exactly, five square feet, probably. Yeah, if not, yeah, that box because yeah, that's got that six two that's taking up a ton of space. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's cool. You hang them off the back, and it's like you can yeah. easily work on them. And yeah, that whole alleviated space is a big deal. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. It'll be. We're getting a cab on it. We're taking it moose hunting this year, so it should be a. Should be a pretty fun time there. And right on. Yeah, now that we've got a ton of hours on it, I feel a lot better about it. Like last fall, I was kind of, eh. <laughs> Maybe um, not. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll try to say, yeah, keep this thing, but now it's feel better about and it. And i tell you what, after you've had, like, boat problems, <laughs> you're never the same. No, like, you can, no. never, you can never run the river with, like, completely, like, blissful yeah. you're yeah. always like listening like and you know you come you know especially on some of these tight rivers like you come around or you, you put a hood up or something like that and any little pitch change yeah, of that yeah. <laughs> sucker and <laughs> yep yeah it's uh but no i'm glad to hear glad to hear that that thing's that thing's been running like a top and oh yeah and it's just a super yeah, it was a fun season. The water came up, and we, we bailed on it and um, bumped our clients. You know, we don't like to take people fishing if they're not going to catch fish. So, yeah. you know, everybody's mostly cool with that. You know, hey, you probably don't want to come right now. The water's super high and scary, white water climbing, and the fishing's terrible. So, you know, yeah. let's try to get you in next week. And everybody that we did that to was super thankful because they came back and limited. But, but yeah, we, we went to Valdez, rented a boat, went out halibut fishing, took some time off. That was pretty fun earlier in July. That's the interesting thing to me is that some of your clients, they – they seem like they want to go on a certain day and that's it. Whereas yeah. like you're not steering them wrong. Like a couple of our friends, you know, they came down exactly when you told them to, and they just hammered the fish yeah. and it was done. Whereas other people may have wanted to like, Oh, I want to come early. I want to come early. Yeah. Well, you might not, might not be very good early and yeah. you're telling them like, yeah, we'll you tell might them. I don't wait. Like, yeah, I'll tell you what. Well, it's, it's good. just like, I mean, some people and you can't really fault them for it. Like, you get into the thing of, all right, well, I'm making a plan. This is my time slot sure, for doing this. I so, get it. yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's the more flex, like anything up here, right? The more flexible you can be, like, the better off you're going to be. If I can be like, well, I can hunt the entire sheep season or pick whenever I want to go. Yep. You know, it's a little more, <laughs> you may, may or, you know, have more opportunity than if, you know, like, if you can just watch the weather and be like, well, I'm going to wait till the weather's right in this spot and go. That's exactly what... Uh, like, like goat hunting down on yeah, Kodiak or like something. talking with Frank and um, Jonah. Yeah. yeah. That's what they say. So I just watch the weather, and if I want to go there, I'll wait till the weather's good, and that's when I go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kinda, yeah. smart yeah. thinking. Mother nature and plans, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had, you know, like, everybody was, was wound up being actually really happy with the reschedule because they came back and just murdered. So it was like, you know, it worked out. It worked out really well. We did have a group that really wanted to go. And um, we, we we just didn't we couldn't do it for them. They they were a walk on, and it was just like guys, this isn't this isn't going to work. Like right now, particularly, we just got back from the camp downriver. It's super slow, and we just we don't want to take you right now because yeah. we don't want you to have a bad time and you no know, bad time. And you know we're going to burn gas. You're going to spend money and not yeah. end up being happy. And everybody <laughs> at the end of the day is going to just be like, why did we do that? So yeah, and it's not that you don't like 
want to take them. Oh yeah, we want to. We just like, want them to catch fish. It's right. everybody, you know. That's yeah. yeah. It's hard for some to understand, I suppose. Yeah. And if they have limited time or whatever. But. Yeah, most Alaskans they they schedule time for a trip and. Mm-hmm. You know. but yeah, it was great. Should continue to be good too. Yep, Nick had a little action. The video was funny. You sent us <laughs> like yeah. Shooting that no caribou. faith. They had no faith in me. No. Oh yeah, the no yeah. You hear John? Like, <laughs> were you doing the video, John? No, Steph was taking the video. I was the commentator with Riley. But like, I think I saw the arrow exit because it exited in a funny like, spot. Oh shit! Of, he missed like, him way high. Missed way like, high. I, I saw like a I saw the arrow go flying. I was like way high because then it didn't react either. And I was like, oh, 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 yeah, it's going down. Well, no, because yeah, it's like he sh- shoots. And, oh, he missed way high. He missed. You know, oh, yeah, and the yeah. caribou's just like he didn't. Even really run he just uh-huh. like it's like kind of walking around and then john's like wait is he fucked up yeah <laughs> he got him yeah, and he yeah. tips over yeah yeah <laughs> like, yep, he's fucked up no yep. that 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 was a fun stock he was just uh he wasn't far off the road maybe 150 200 yards off the road but he was in a spot where he like you just had to look in the right spot to see him and he's yeah. just standing there and i've seen this lots of times they'll stand there and pre- like it's almost like they're sleeping standing up he's zoned out yeah and I, I think this is the third one i've killed doing that exact same thing and they are ob- oblivious to everything that is walking around them or doing anything when they're like that yeah. they will stay in that position and so i just belly crawled in and um it was all wet and stuff i was like I'm, i know i'm gonna get close enough well in the video you can see you and the caribou and it's not i mean you got up on your knees it's I not did, like yeah. there's any thing between you and nothing there was a couple little bumps in the tundra that i was using the belly crawl and i just yeah. took my time and then when i finally got close enough i ranged them and i just rolled over onto my back and then sat up and drew back and and shot them and um that arrow went right where i wanted yeah. i mean absolutely it was slightly quartering away it went in back and came out right behind the front shoulder just nice smoking. but yeah right. <laughs> they had no faith no no it, it didn't look good from our angle but it, it, it was <laughs> That was fun. We had a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, one time up there, I just packed out. Well, and nowadays I regret it because it was when I had my compound, and I never I never killed anything with that compound, actually, before I sold it <laughs> and started shooting a stick bow. But I had just packed a caribou from five miles off. We'd been, like, sheep hunting, and and we're driving out. And I, to this day, I kind of regret it. It wasn't a big bull or anything, but there was just caribou everywhere uh-huh. all in there and you know as we're driving out like there's guys gutting them on the side of the road and look out and i just see antlers sticking out of this brush this caribou oh, got perfect. down in a hole like is like wallowing around in the hole like you can't see anything like yeah. you could have just and he's like 60 yards off the road you could have just you yep. grab the bow run up there and draw your Kill bow and him. step over step over the top of him and shoot him but yeah um we saw at the time it wasn't that important. This is I just got that email too. Did you too. just get the same one? This I did, is yeah. Something that came up in the book now. It's deer season year round, boys. That's right. Oh we, yeah, I saw that on this little flyer. Yeah, well, I saw. Well, I saw it in the reg book, and now they just sent out an email today, this afternoon. The newest hunt offers year round opportunity to harvest mule and whitetail deer in certain game management units. 1, 5, 11 through 13, 20, and 25. Oh, big buck for you. Lay them down. It's <laughs> uh, get some salt licks going. <laughs> no close season, no bag limits. And that's a fishing, and, uh, fishing game email that they just sent yep, out. Yeah, required to salvage the entire carcass in the 1920. 
regulation booklet, page 28, states hunters are required to contact the nearest ADF and G office prior to harvesting a mule deer. Yeah, like that's going to happen. <laughs> I thought they took the prior two out. Correction, hunters are not required to contact oh, okay. the yeah, yeah, F and G yeah. office prior yeah. prior to shooting, but yeah. but after. Yeah, put the but two, salvage requirements. The truck. Mm-hmm. I've never seen one up here. Nick Cat, you've seen them. Yeah, just right there by Elson, just one. And then friends saw one too. Right yeah. There. That's where everybody similar. sees them, kind of by the gate there. I've seen like pictures of them and stuff. I've seen pictures of them there. I've seen pictures of them up. Supposedly there was a bunch of them. I've seen a picture of a little buck that was supposedly up by the mine. We talked mm-hmm. about this already. Yeah, I think Very so. <laughs> was that last week? Yeah. We did? Yeah. But no, but back to caribou, we saw thousands, I would say, the yeah, first no, couple no days. Yeah, no Pope and Young Bulls, not a one. I don't yeah, because I know Nick talked a big game for it. Well, I'm only looking for something huge. Just didn't see any. Just didn't see any. Swear, I mean, we didn't. No, we, didn't. we, were, we, were, pe- we were pecker checking. Huh. Every one of them. Wow. Pecker checking. Like, I went for a walk and had, you know, I was filling up my water, and I turned around, and there's like, you know, 100 caribou standing 40 50 yards away just all lined up looked like a bunch of aliens like came up out of nowhere i turned around they're all right there just staring at me by this little lake i'm like you motherfuckers and there's one bull in there (laughs) that looked decent like not even decent like it looked like a bull right but he was like four or five deep there's no way to get a shot so but i had probably close to three or four hundred come by me like real close and yeah. several different spots and steph did too and you did too and riley did too and oh yeah I, everybody I, shot arrows and I, eventually you just like all right i just want to shoot one I, I yeah you know I'd, I'd have loved to have found a bull and been like oh i want to go kill him and one the, of them bulls it's like it's the, the, yeah. you see his antlers bouncing yeah. as he's walking i chased so the heavy. nice i chased a nice one uh we were kind of stalking him and then he, he ran one way, and then he ran another way, and finally I'm just like, the only way to do this is to get in front of him. So I took off running, and I got in front of him, and the, he was with another, uh, you know, probably 10 or 15 other caribou. Well, half of them come by me one way at 34 yards. The other half come by at, like, 37 yards, and him and two or three other bulls stayed in front, like, 100 yards, and I'm in a rock pile. I'm like, oh, you're just perfect. Like, you're going to do one or the other. And then after 10 or 15 minutes of sitting there and watching, he just, like, started – he just – off and bolted huh I'm like damn it and so i just started walking back to the road and i on my way back i ran into a, a guy from oklahoma that was hunting with a self-bow oh and he's like man i'm sorry he's like if i'd have known you were back there you know blah blah he just walked up over the hill after the same bull but the wind was blowing right to the caribou from mm-hmm. him he's like he spooked as soon as i came up over the top I'm like shit because he would have walked it's just that happened a fair amount they were kind oh. of they were kind of in a tight a tight area it was it was yeah, between cars and semis. Yeah, yeah, semis stopping in the middle of the road, tooting his horn. We had a perfect. Off. Yeah, they were like twenty-five <laughs> yards. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was it was great, and there yeah. were not huge bulls, not even decent bulls, just bulls. Oh no, those were Betty Crockers. Yeah, 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 but they were about to come like right by us, and then the semi stops. The lead cows in the road, and uh, you know we're waiting for him to cross, and we're all hidden or whatever. And oh, he's trying to get him out of the road so we can keep going. Well, he stopped but then he looked down and like gave us a thumbs up like yeah you're gonna kill one and like not if you don't move you know what i mean but the lead cow was in the road and she turned around and just left and then they all followed her they can't hear you coming over the roar of the diesel (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then i i dropped john off in a great spot for a nice bull and uh yeah yeah i mean he he came by me 25 yards sure did full sprint but yeah 
was like a look on both sides like there was no cars for miles that yeah. you could see and then uh finally the bulls there's two of them right yeah they finally committed i'm like all right here they come and john's like right where they're gonna walk by him at five yards yeah, or whatever it was right and i look out the i look out my right you know rear view mirror and i see a semi coming i'm like damn it and sure enough right when they're about to cross here comes the semi but whatever mr Temple, dillard here. has arrived there's a rolly chair there. <laughs> there should yeah, be an opener somewhere. And, oh, you're complaining. taking care of the door. <laughs> yeah, Why don't you shut that door and keep yeah, the bugs from coming in? <laughs> it's like having a child. He ain't fucking <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Temple's had a rough day. Yeah. Hey, sh- that door needs... <laughs> no, you got to shut it. Were you born in a igloo? <laughs> Close. Kanakanak Hospital. Kanakanak Hospital. Which was an igloo, basically. Oh, we got to take turns? Yeah, we only got four. That's all right, though. Is this the right way? Because they were backwards. Don't matter. I'm still using it the wrong way. (laughs) What did I miss? Everything. We're just about to wrap it up. Yeah, Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Where's the food? I'll eat and go home. Food's all gone, too, I think. <laughs> it was delicious, too. That is unfortunate for this guy right here. I got a mountain house. We could cook oh, you up fuck something. Oh, no. I'm not eating any of those until uh, the 13th or so. <laughs> <laughs> so, Temple, on a scale, and don't take this the wrong way, mm-hmm. on a scale of 1 to 10, how fucked are you? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out. You still yeah, you will I find feel out. Like you shit in your pants mode. <laughs> Not quite. That'll probably start tomorrow. I'm I'm anxious. Yeah. Yeah. This lazy boat. Are, though. This lazy boat hunter's never shot anything that far from the tiller. So don't. Dr- <laughs> <laughs> if you get any inclination to drive down there before you go and look at them mountains, don't. I'm not gonna. Just mm. <laughs> just already, go. <laughs> already drove through. Went to Valdez. Oh, and that's right. At it, and that's enough of that. Did you get yourself another tripod? Yeah, I borrowed one from Pete Buse. Oh, right uh, on. Nice. Uh, spot and scope and a tripod. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Right Much on. lighter tripod. Did you go over to his house? Yeah, I went to his house. Did you see the tile floor? I remember seeing different types of floors. I didn't look too close. Did you go in the kitchen? Yeah. I just I just left Pete's house yeah? like a week ago. I did all that <laughs> tile work in his whole house. Yeah, yeah. He was complaining about the the, the work going on. I've been using a using a camp stove to cook. There's no stove in here. And on and on yeah, and nothing, on and on. Right? Yeah, his house is pretty tore up. Yeah, for sure. I'm glad that I went in and got my job done, and I'm out of there. It's yeah, not me holding him up. No, no, <laughs> no. So how many? How many Delta tags are there? I'm trying to like run the percentage. What's that? Seventy-five. I was gonna say seventy-five. I think. Yeah. Seventy-five. And yes, exactly. Okay. One fifty. And Nick, I guess, doesn't really count because his is his seventy. The governor's tag. Seventy-five, seventy-four. How does that work? Because yours, you go through the whole thing. It's one extra on top of all the other ones. So yeah, whatever. So So if I don't get one, I can blame it on you. Took mine. So (laughs) Temple Frank. Temple, Frank, Carrie, and John. Temple, Frank, and John. Steve and John's did, friend. Yeah, Jimmy Drew, and yes, yeah, Steve, Steve Shannon Drew. So, so 
like ten percent of the dang tags. <laughs> yeah, like we really should have rented out Black Rapids Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> we should have just yeah up the Richardson <laughs> across the way. Yeah, we could right be there. like branching out on both sides yeah, of the river. The <laughs> Did you find the Aquamira over at the, the REI? I didn't find anything it was, at REI, man. It was I, right next to where I was standing. I bought a bunch of honey stingers, and it was expensive, and I got the hell out of there, what's, man. What's I, bee cookies? That's what yeah, my son calls bee, them. Bee cookies, yeah. Did you find the I'll Aquamira? I'll show you. Yeah, it was right next to where we were standing. It was in that same aisle. <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm standing there with the water bladders in my hand going, Frank said bring five liters of water, be able to carry five. Do I get one four-liter bladder or two two-liter bladders? Because <laughs> I got a water bottle at home. I'd go for the big one. Yeah? yeah. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Five <laughs> liters, that's though. like, well, I guess in that country you got a lot more water around. I was like, man, that's like that's like minor leagues. <laughs> I think I got enough water bladders. I always take enough water bladders to carry like 10 liters of water yes yeah, sometimes it comes in yeah. handy there has so, been well, some times that's just it too is you want to make sure that you got enough when you need it because they nice don't i mean it. they don't the bladders don't weigh anything empty but man when you can like yeah. even just for having around can't just having camp water if what you know if, well, if you got to walk down to it and you got to bomb down lose a couple thousand feet just to get water and come back up again it's nice to be able to say yeah you're not going to take anything else down but a rifle with you you know yep you just go down and just be able to get a whole bunch of water at once and be done right with back it. up and be done with it exactly well you know that's miserable that trip oh, yeah. the trip where is. we got that one yeah that ram he uh we only got from our like actual last camp we only got water twice i think yeah yeah maybe and that was searching around looking we were looking for them green the green spots up yeah. ahead of those bases yeah like that's it's pretty green right there and you couldn't even see that there was water coming out but it was like extra green you knew that it would be yep and all you know all, all you got to find is a little tiny trickle yeah yep. you know so yeah me and nick wound up bombing down after a trip we lost several thousand feet elevation for water we're, oh, that we're, sounds horrible. we're peeing brown by the time we got there we were it was brown that's rough. Yeah, it was brown. Not good. Well, we did that the last time in Delta. We dug out holes. It was just like <laughs> yeah, muddy. Yeah, mud yeah. It was like yeah. mud. I've heard you use a like, turkey baster for stuff like that to bring one. I don't remember who told me that. Like a little, like those big syringes you can suck. The We're water not talking out of about no, inseminating no, no. cattle here. Well, no, I'm talking about sucking the water out of a little hole. No, I don't. Dug I've, a I've, hole. I haven't done it, but we just I've, dug oh, a yeah. hole. I did Take that a last rock and dig a hole. I did that and then last walk year away too. And come back in the morning, and the whole hole is full. Of, you know, you got water. Everything settles out of it, and it's super easy. I mean, to that's fill up. my main camp last year down in down in Toke. That's where that's what I did. It's where you get up in those, and a lot of times they're decent for making a camp because there's not big rocks that'll fall on you. But up in those like real shaly saddles, that sometimes they'll have flat spots in them. You can set your camp, but those real shaly slat that you walk across that stuff and you just like, it's like, like you see the moisture in it. And sometimes you can like see a little like sheen of water running down it. Yeah. Well, but you can't ever get it. So yeah, you just take a a big rock and dig a hole and let it set for, and that hole will fill up with water and sits for a couple hours. It'll, it doesn't take long at all. No. And it'll, and the silt will settle down out of it too, which I I mean, mean, there's spots where we, did it also where it's like just moss on the side of rocks yeah just and you can actually just suck water right out of the moss but you can also either i've seen like done it with the string before where you like jam a piece of little piece of line in there to set up like a wick to direct it and put a bottle underneath it before you go to bed 
and you can get water. It'll just go and fill an algae bottle right up while you're sleeping. Or you can just rip some of the moss and get it so that it's peeled out a little bit so that it can go into a bottle or a Nalgene or something like that, and it'll just drip right off and fill it right up. And that's spots where typically there's zero water at all, you know, except for what's saturating either moss or mud. Yeah. <clears throat> you following Temple? Oh, I'm soaking this right up like a chunk <laughs> of moss. <laughs> <laughs> The biggest thing, I mean, that country you're going to, like, you, you won't have any trouble finding water. There'll be water the bi- everywhere. The biggest thing is to, even then, like, always be thinking about where you're going to get your next water. And just think about it, like, you know, before, like, and if you don't know where you're going to get your next water off the top of your head, you, have, you may have a pretty good idea. Like, drink as much as you freaking can while you're sitting there taking a break. And then fill everything up to the top. And, and just start urinating back into the platypus <laughs> I, was, I was literally just about to say temple, like, if you, if you urinate back into the... Yep. Let it settle, then drink. It's you a actually regain salty, some vitamins. But, yeah, electrolytes. It's actually better than water. The, the sick people back home that, you know, to avoid the DTs would drink their urine. Avoid the DTs? Delirium tremens, you know, the... Alcohol withdrawals. Oh, so they oh drink their piss. Oh, of the so liquor if content? they're so they're so liquored up that, that they just would piss in liquor. Yeah, they. Oh, holy shit! Do they? What do they serve it up in shots to their buddies? Or it depends on how much you like your buddy, I guess. <laughs> Jeez! Holy hell! My son is not in here anymore. <laughs> just to clarify. He was in here. He early. was in here for a while. Yeah, oh, like, like we ring, the, talking, ring the bell we in the bar. Like this. <laughs> no, <laughs> give that bell a ring in the bar. Drink, drinks on Temple. Yeah, here you go. I got lots of it. Doubles is might still of, be warm. Doubles is the shower you don't <laughs> want. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, how you set for? How you set for everything, Temple? I'm I'm waiting on a jet boil. I thought for sure it would be cheaper off of Amazon. Turns out it's the same price at Big Rays as it is on Amazon. Big Rays, RER, same dime price. Should have mm-hmm. just bought the damn thing in town. Other than that, I think I got everything. Except for my range finder. I haven't found that yet. I just bought one. I bought that SIG, and I actually really like it. Yeah. I, I compared it. It was a little cheaper, but um, but but it was it's, it's a really nice unit, yeah. Seems to be. I've Would, been... I've been ranging. Well, I tried to range stuff that come to find out was about two thousand yards. So I have the loophole twelve hundred, yeah. whatever it is. Yep. I can't get that thing to range over about the highest number I've ever seen on there is like six hundred and eighty yards. Yeah. Oh, the one I just bought. I was getting fourteen, fifteen, sixteen hundred regularly, and through glass in the truck. It's fast. Really, yeah, the Sig one? Yeah, it's see. Fast. Well, in those twelve hundreds, and the twelve hundreds are a few years old because I have two of the twelve hundreds. I got the thing braced. I was like, oh, maybe it's because I'm moving around, so I set it all up so it's braced and not moving. It just comes out with like a flat line across the thing, with no, yeah. no, no range at all. If it's over, yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, and if it, it says, you know, what I read is it should range out to twelve hundred yards on the right kind of, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, well, a lot. So much that has 
stuff to do with on the, the freaking equinox and the, the sun's yeah. out and all this other bullshit well, I it's got to like, have something to bounce back off of too like well I'm, no i'm make sure that yeah, I, yeah. i'm shooting at stuff that it typically will the, bounce back the one off that john of. just got blows the loophole out of the water and i'm i love my loophole and that's what i've had for a while but that it was ranging from good. the car at 60 like it well, was it'd be like and it's so fast it's yeah, I couldn't like, believe so it. it. So when you hit the button and you put it on on something, yeah. it's constantly doing like so. Let's say it's forty. It's let's say it's forty yards away. It'll go like forty point one, point two, point four. Like it'll keep changing the point number. That's how well, precise yeah, it is. It quick. Well, I know if you hold sweet. those down like mine, it'll con- like uh-huh. continual yeah. scan range. So you have the loophole. Yeah. And my loophole does the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like a that it's like a kindergartner versus like a college like huh. master's degree. Well, that's a twelve hundred. <laughs> how fast it, it's I haven't, just, I haven't messed John's is so fast because loophole has a sixteen hundred. <clears throat> yes. I haven't messed with that one. I'd be interested to compare my like at twenty eight hundred. That one's quick. That one's nice. Yeah, it's and, nice. Uh, I have twenty eight. Yeah, the higher end loophole one that you're talking about, the longer, the twelve hundred or whatever, the sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred. It's the same speed as like is I the, think I've got a thousand. Oh, or whatever. gotcha. It's just like yeah, it's just same it's, coming in yeah. exactly the same. It's not. It's not slow by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. But the Sig is like ridiculous. Yeah. And I've hear I've heard good things about them the last several years. A lot of people yeah. that buy the Sig Kilo. They like them. The Kilo. It's the Kilo eighteen hundred is the one. Yeah, because Matt got one of the. I remember Matt talking about one of the lower end SIGs that yeah. he got that he was having made like that major was when they first I think if I remember right he brought up that story like the year before last yeah right? yeah and that was kind of when they first started like being becoming like you know in the rangefinder game yeah but. The folks I know now that are buying the SIGs, I mean, they're, they're I don't own one, but I messed with John's last this last weekend up north. Yeah, and it was damn good, man. It's damn good. No, that's nice. Yeah, I just kept the, getting well, closer. W- I saw, found this target, and I kept getting. Clo- I'm like, God, it seems like it's two miles away. Yeah, yeah. And I found a bunch of brass laying there, and I was like, people are legitimately shooting this far away. When I got to the target, it's a four by eight sheet of plywood. Oh, and it looked <laughs> like, it is. Yeah. And it looked like nothing like ant when I first saw it. I was like, what is that red thing? Looked at my binoculars and I was like, holy hell, somebody's shooting all the way over there. And then I f- started looking around and I was like, well, the only place to shoot over there is from here. So I started ranging it and then I'm like, range closer, closer, closer until I can get 680 yards or whatever it was. And I was like, at least four times that far. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah. When we finally went over and actually looked at the target, all I could find was 223 brass. And I was like, there's no way somebody's shooting 2,000 yards with a 223. It's not happening. When we got over there, the holes in the target are good sized. It's not no 223. Oh, yeah. But whoever was shooting from where I was. And hitting that target, I would be shitting bricks if they were shooting me. <laughs> I wouldn't be alive. Oh, they were shooting sure. really well? There was one group. Like that? That's Holy cow. Like smaller than the end of a beer can. Three <laughs> shots. It's like, ooh, that's sketchy. That's unbelievable. And not far off from the big, they had like big, taken spray can and put a X through the middle of the thing. And they were like two inches off and two inches Jeez. high and left. <clears throat> and you think it was 223? There's no other brass around? No, Dude, I, there was I, no other brass, but the holes in the plywood were bigger. I think oh. they're keeping their brass to a reload it. Probably a 338 ah. Lapua or it, something it, like they that. They looked like, yeah. 2,000 yards. I mean, that's, yeah, that's oh, over a mile. 1760, I think, is a mile. 
it's, it's pushing it. It's unbelievable how far away, you know? What surprises me is go through all that effort and you're shooting a piece of plywood like that you can't actually see your impacts on no, they must have gone. Range. They must have gone over where they had put yeah. this t- setup all up. It must have taken them a couple of days to like get everything set up to yeah. shoot that far. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So Zach Walt Zach Walton wants a shout out, huh? <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, he said if you uh, he said you're a hell of a shot with a stick bow, but you don't have to shoot a sheep in the chest to kill it. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. So that'll yeah. aim and that'll aim in for the like. The ten ring is just no. for, just for shits and grins on the yeah. same. Well, same thing Jonah said. He's like, I just aim right for the middle of them. Right. <laughs> you know, wherever they're at, shoot a sheep with a bow. It's like if you, you know, we're not talking about whitetails in the brush. No. It's yeah. like you yeah, put an arrow exactly. right through the middle of them. They're, they're gonna going go down. They, you are gonna get them. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about. I thought the same thing for caribou. Uh, I used to until yeah. I saw somebody shoot one in the ass and it ran oh, further than man. any animal I've ever seen. It in my was entire a life. speck running up into the brooks and we watched it summit <laughs> the mountain, and then back down, and then summit again. It, this thing went haywire. And before miles before and miles. this ever happened, like we we told the guy we were with, we're like, you know, if you get an arrow in him, we're gonna find him. It's it's like we're gonna get him. And this bull comes running up, and he shoots him straight in the middle of the ass, and this caribou runs. Like, straight away? No, no, broadside. Broadside, okay. Broadside, like, ham, right blaster, ham. yep. With a mechanical on top of that. But this I'm bull, surprised he didn't hit the femoral. femoral oh, no, there's so many things that he had to have just barely missed for that thing to do what it did, because oh, yeah. it ran down, it ran back and forth across the river to find a place, place to cross, then it crossed the river did to the same ship. Did it break the arrow off? Or nope. Did it fall the arrow was in it the whole time. Really? Right and, you know, when it ran down the hill, I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll go down there. And You were next to him. I was watching in a spotter. Oh, and yeah. when I met up with you all, I'm like, I have never seen an animal run so far, so fast. Um, with an arrow sticking out of it, this thing was just gone, like literally gone. Yep. <laughs> there was no was finding that thing. Unbelievable. Oh no, yeah, it was like well, miles. No track job there. <laughs> you know, he's he's forty miles up over in the brooks. Yeah, that thing ran a long ways. He was up running up in the mountain. But a sheep, yeah, I would assume. Well, that's and I'm assuming Zach is speaking from experience. Yeah, he killed a nice doll. Um, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's uh. And he's killed a lot of animals with a bow, but yeah, I mean, sheep sheep just aren't a tough animal to kill. You know, it's it's tough animal to to hunt, to get to a hunt. good shot at. shot at. Yeah, but to die, no. Yeah, no. I mean, I've been. As I mean, there's a million factors that go into it, but if I feel like get to spot like under 55 yards, that I, or if I get to that 55, if I can get to 50, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like the, with the angle and the wind conditions and what the animal's doing, all that, and I feel real like just make your feel really shot. good about it. I, there's yeah. like, just make I have your, no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Have you gotten any high angle shooting in with your bow yet? Not much, mm-hmm. and that is definitely something that mm-hmm. can be an issue. It's just I don't know. The biggest the biggest thing is just remembering, you know, to keep you know everything basically from the the waist up the same. You know, yeah. you got you got to been at the waist because you got to keep the same draw yeah. length and same head position. Yeah. Um, hey, you think two seventies enough gun for a sheep? Oh boy, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you need your three thirty eight bar. Yeah, no, it's not. I mean, if you use a very very soft bullet, it's going to expand a lot. And, you know. Man, I think I don't know. It's because they're ultimately it's it's just inconsequential. But like something like a two twenty Swift or a 
22250 I think would be a great sheep rifle. <laughs> it probably <laughs> would. I was I was thinking about doing Especially like, with the bullets you can get, you know, that that they're making nowadays, like pff, you get the right twist on that thing. Yeah, I'd a good love sheep to, rifle. I'd love to get a 22250. I had a guy I would too. I got I, I well and I had this discussion it was actually down at the lodge. I don't think you were there that time. A couple guys from Texas were yeah, 220 Swift, man. A couple guys from a couple guys from Texas were uh, down there. Were down there deer hunting, and one of the guys I've actually seen him in GSCO's magazine before. He's he's like a list guy, you know. Okay, whatever. But he, uh, what? I'm not knocking list guy? guys. Just guys that are are their passion. Oh, well, guy, guys are that that their their passion is like checking all the animals off the list like worldwide you know good for them which yeah whatever that's that's their we're trying different beers um yeah the fermented ones nothing wrong with that are we done no but yeah 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 no no nothing wrong with that at all but the reputation and this guy was more of like the the, the stereotype exactly the story that you that you're about to tell that you told me i agree that guy was that that that's the wrong attitude to have altogether yeah I, I know the story you're about well to tell. he you know we're it's, sitting on the dumb. boat and just he's dumb. talking sheep hunting that just don't tell it no i oh. said i know i said that's just dumb. oh you know you know and he's talking sheep hunting and and i'm like yeah you know it's it like i for some reason like i want to shoot i think it 22250 or 220 swift with a heavier bullet would be a great sheep rifle and he's like are you kidding have you ever been sheep hunting you know how much the wind blows up there and i'd killed like five or six at that point I'm like yeah i kind of got a got a go, decent idea forever was a 25 out 25 out six is a freaking awesome. yeah. great sheep rifle yeah. fantastic you know and yeah you got so a 220 swift you could probably get one twisted to shoot like 77 grain bullets or you know, I don't fall or seventy-five grain bullets, which is not much lighter. That much lighter than a, yeah, it is lighter than a twenty-five out six, but not that much. Yeah, just kind of in the realm. Scooting like ridiculously fast. The story I thought you were going to tell was the guy <laughs> that shot a Sitka blacktail with the bow, and then something along the lines of like he was going to kill it with a rifle, and the guy was like, "No, no, I need my bow kill or whatever." The oh no, was. yeah, that was one That's, of Frank's. That was one of Frank's okay. stories. Okay, I'm sorry. That's what that was. What I was inferring, and uh, that you know that mentality is just it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I think he, I think he's already told the story. It was yeah, just one of the guy where you know, you oh, know wing in the books. He's like, if he gets another arrow in it, that story. That that one, yeah. And I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was after it was already shot with a rifle. Yeah, I'm like, if I could get, oh, yeah. He's like, if I could not kill it, finish it off with a bow. I, I can still put it in the books. And I was like, you can do whatever you want for all I care. The deer's not going to run off at this point in time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I kind of remember that one. I don't there. think you can still enter in the books. No, no you can't. You can't have a bullet. <laughs> rifle blast it real quick. And then as long as you just shoot him in the guts with the rifle, you can finish him with a bow and tight and still good for bow and young. This is terrible. What I, book is that? I don't. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I read the story. Remember I told story. you guys name and you were like, I think I read that story. Yeah, yeah. So I read the story too and the whole thing was all like. There's no rifle shot mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you are right. 
that's the story I thought you were going to tell. Oh, gotcha. But that's another, uh, the guy had no idea what he was talking about, but yet wanted to pretend like. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like the the dude had, had had killed sheep before, you know, but at the same time, it's like. I was just like, well, I don't know. I guess I don't know anything, but. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's best to just not even really talk or, you know. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a true story. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's best to just maybe not even mention anything about it. Well, especially well, in that. story the other night about Sitka Blacktail deer. The story we had the other night with oh, yeah. about Sitka Blacktails. We were talking about stalking Sitka Blacktails, and I was like. There's really not a whole lot to it. I mean, they're probably the dumbest deer that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. And <laughs> I was like, I've touched a couple of them, yeah. like off a boat in the, you know, later in the fall, and I've walked right up to them. They just stand there. I was like, I bet if you gave me a couple of weeks, I could kill one with a ball peen hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy animal. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had um, hunted an animal that is uh, as like gregarious or as curious as a sick of blacktail. Yeah. They they come they want to come to you. So I haven't hunted yeah. them much. You'd enjoy it if you. I mean, I, oh, it's fun. I've it's chased I've chased them in the sound before and um, not on Kodiak where they were in early season mm-hmm. where. Th- they weren't what what I was used to with sick of blacktails. Like at like at two hundred and fifty yards busted and they're getting ready to take off so like i don't know yeah and kodiak you, they don't do that no they, the, they, but, at but least we, at least we've hunted during the rut too time. so like those early season ones maybe a little bit spookier is what i was kind of thinking because i know there's a guy in cordova um that 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 he's a killing fool and he's been trying to get one with a bow for a while and he hasn't yet and um and he sees it as like as a difficult thing to do and um, i think it's the time of year he's hunting and yeah, the location he's hunting yeah so you don't have the density of deer and you don't have yeah. well, of course the rut at the same time and i you know hunting prince of wales during the rut was fun but it was it was very difficult as well because there's so much timber and there, it's so yep, hard it's to thick. to find the deer and, and they come like, out of that high country down to the timber you're yeah. not it's not like kodiak where you're pretty much above the brush line when you're hunting them a lot of the times and you can see the deer uh, and you can make a play and get close but the, you know, outside of Sitka, it was a mixed bag. They were, they were, the snow would drive them to the beach, and mm-hmm. that'd make e- hunting easy. But oh yeah, oh yeah. Before the snow, they were up above the Alpine. Well, that's that tiller hunting you were talking about. <laughs> like yeah. I said, you know, put it in park, just yeah, cork them on the beach. Yeah, that's. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll love this. <laughs> I don't know yet. If I love it, I'm gonna buy a spot and scope. Oh, yeah. I was just talking to Pete, and uh, I said that you borrowed that crazy fucker a spotting scope, and he says, yep, hopefully he'll come out with it in one piece. And then, <laughs> and then I, said, I, said, I said, I'm more worried about Temple than the spotter. It, Pete's known me for a while. He cares more about his spotter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he he told me some stories about loaning stuff to people. And, oh, yeah. You know, the, like loaning hound dogs to my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The That's person comes back, but their stuff goes floating down the gersel or something, <laughs> you know? Pete's a uh, hell of a guy. That's somebody you need to have on here. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Man. It's a hoot. He, not only is he a talker, like he, he'll get, you know, he's got some funny stories, but he's also extremely experienced up here. Just uh, unbelievable. One of the old timers around town that if you if you have him on your side, like you can learn some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like my version of Skip. I was pretty happy to meet him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get a chance to. 
<laughs> Frank don't want to talk. He just wants to be the background. Uh, He's enjoying a fine uh, ale. I can, I can hear it a little bit. bit. It'll, I think it'll come over the... Which over. one is that, Frank? Stilling Street. Stilling IPA. Street IPA. IPA. I don't like IPAs. Well, you're drinking one. Yeah, you're drinking one. I didn't say I wouldn't. Yeah, right. You can't I said I didn't. <laughs> Although, I don't know. I can no, sympathize. It's, I don't go out. It's an IPA. It's a pale ale. Slight difference. It's a step up for sure. <laughs> well, I come across a... <laughs> I come across a bottle on the side of the road once at home. I thought, huh. Piss jug. Piss jug? I didn't realize it was piss jug till I opened it. Why'd you open <laughs> piss jugs on the side of the highway? <laughs> it's like, that might be some beer. <laughs> it it's, was like basic, it's like basic trailer park boys. Yeah. <laughs> it was not, and I did not drink it. Oh, <laughs> man. It was terrible, though. John. <laughs> oh, my God. It was funny. I exploded. I know you haven't had that many, John. No, I haven't. I laughed with the beer. In it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fermented facial. Yeah, we've had a couple had a couple doozies. I'm behaving tonight. Last time, what I we were pretty rinsed. <laughs> yep. I was oh, man. hoping I'd have got here in time to shoot your course out back. I'll but, shoot uh, my course. It was raining. Oh, it's raining. Oh, it's there. raining. It was when I pulled up. I don't oh, know if it still is. It is. Yeah, we've got like three inches of rain in the last few days. The rivers have really come up. They were real low. Yep. I don't think anybody's even going to be in, be able to get into the DCUA this year. Hope not. Too much water. Yeah. Too much water. Stay out. Go home. Right yeah, off. you may. Yeah. <laughs> you say, dude, you say that. You say that. I, uh, it was in, uh, June. This is embarrassing because this is the last time I actually went dip net and chitna a long time ago. I'd rather not dip net chitna. We, unrelated. <laughs> but we were down there, it was June, and I think it was Ruby Creek washed the road out when we were down there. Were you on the other side? Was it on the yeah, Brian we were on Creek this... trail? Well, no, Brian Creek? No, or... Ruby Creek washed the Richardson Highway oh, out. Oh, okay. Just Whoa. south of Delta, like before you even get into that good DCUA country. Yeah. Huh. Like so, we and we didn't know all there was at Paxson was like some, some half-ass like spray paint sign, road close, you know, like nothing looking any sort of official. And so we're like, what the heck is that? And we got from Paxson all the way up past Summit, all the way to like Ruby Creek, and the road was closed. Had to turn around; it was washed out. Had to turn around, come all the way back, go all the way across the Denali oh, Highway. Jeez, oh, <laughs> huh. damn, that's terrible. Yeah, that was pretty rough. It would take a lot of rain for that to, to happen. A lot, and it snowed. It was in June. It snowed. Like, the whole Denali Highway had, like, 12 inches of snow. Oh, wow. I've seen the one year we went out to Circle and up the Yukon. It snowed on the 4th of June. It was, like, six inches deep in the mountains on the steeps. It was rough. Damn. Drop the phone. Jeez. It's like a basketball. Oh, yeah. It did bounce, like, four or five times. Good thing it had the otter case. You could dribble that. Yeah, you could dribble that thing. Yeah, well, It'd be cool if she still last time, for sure. Oh, are you talking about that little weather station? No, I know the girl that runs the gauging. The, she's a hydrologist, and Jarvis is one of the creeks that 
Oh, the Jarvis water level station. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's definitely one. Like, because all those, all those rivers will be kind of. They'll be all the same, right? The same, basically. Be yeah. It's but, supposed to stop raining down there the next couple of days is what I saw. Yeah. I wonder if it's snowing up high. August 10th, me and Frank got a it's, foot of snow up high. It was snowing in the it brooks when the we brooks, uh, yeah. caribou right. hunting. Up and at again, and not like on the road yet, but maybe like up several hundred feet from the road. Yeah. And it was getting down. I've had it. Um, we were up there one time on the 4th of July, drove up to Galbraith and woke up in about six inches of snow the next morning. Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't realize, like, summer is a fleeting thing up it's, there. Yeah. It ain't around for very long. <laughs> we went up July 10th one year, and there was it was snowing in Attigan. That's I was just going to say, I've been up there in July. Yeah. June, snow, July, snow, and August. Snow. August yeah. is, like, yeah, almost the norm. Like, last year, we were asking for weather reports, and we got Nick's wife and somebody else. They sent weather reports, and then um, Buddy Jimmy asked him, and then Jimmy said, everybody said nice reports, and then Jimmy said uh, snow above 3,500 feet, and then we were laughing laughing we're like jimmy's on crack because like the other three reports we got were super nice and like 50 degrees and then sure enough like, <laughs> it was morning. creepy quiet in the tent and i got up to i think take a dump in the morning or something <laughs> and i i walked out because i was like man it's, i don't hear anything weather must be beautiful now and no it, there was just a shit ton of snow on the insulating yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's always a fun feeling when you're like way up high and you wake up and you're like yeah, it's like seven o'clock. It should be a lot lighter than this yeah, right now. It's quiet it's out good. there. The weather's yeah. great. <laughs> the, t- yeah. the tents do it just yeah. in your face. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, that I mean, when we were up there, we were like every thirty minutes for a while having to beat the snow off the tent. We, you guys yeah. got snowed on hard. Hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had to literally like stay at the tent and make sure either take it down or stay at the tent and like continually clear snow off the and, tent. And so. That all melted off a oh, day or what terrible. later, right? Well, this one's got like mud in it, but this one's good to go. Sunny, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, well, not, I mean, down no, it wasn't below the next us day. it was. Cause it the, wasn't the next day. It was two days later. Yeah, because the, the next day we like, we're like, F this, you know, all these rams are out of here. So we're, well, we took all, you know, most of that day taking our time, getting across over to that other drainage and... It was looked like Jurassic Park or something down there, like where it just been all in the snow and fog and yeah. Wolverines running around and shit. And then you get crest over the ridge and the fog like clears and it's just bright green. Nice down below. It was all gone though within within two days. Yeah, all yeah. that. And it was like ten inches of snow. Yeah, nine ten inches in that zone enough. So it's like it's August ninth. Do you sucks. <laughs> do you think? The snow uh, last year when your buddies were hunting, and you said that you know Seth and those guys when it snowed a bunch. Do you think that snow ever melted off, or do you think that was like that's the beginning? I bet that melted off. I yeah. think it did because I know another guy. Ironically, like we know, they were in the second though. That mm-hmm. was the second season. They were yeah. in the motorized. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, but I still I bet it that it it melted off. Okay. Yeah, it did because the guy we know. Um, they had the motorized season and hey, you know, they got snowed out of their initial trips that he was like, it was like knee deep where they were at. Right. Left. And then they came back, you know, right at the very end of the season, it was all gone. Huh. Crazy but, how that I works. mean, I've, from like some old timers, we know I've heard stories like having to like post holing it out of there in a hurry in September. Yeah. That's the risky run, I guess, hunting yeah. a little bit late, but the, I guess the... 
benefit is that you're probably going to see sheep that yeah and and right. really the chances of you getting actually like, yeah, like yeah. stranded by snow is I, pretty slim that does not worry me one bit especially on a walk-in no. yeah deal like i don't need to worry about getting a, a plane in i don't need to worry about getting an ATV that's the out. concern is planes yeah, yeah. yeah if you're getting dropped off of the plane then you're fucked yeah i've had that happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> but mm-hmm. i'm not worried about that when i walk in it's like all right it, it might take longer it might be a total pain in the ass but you're not like stranded stranded yeah and you got food and you got a tent and you know how to yeah whatever you got food temple you got a tent yes good a coleman 18 man Coleman. <laughs> 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 that's my boat tent <laughs> exactly yeah yeah I it's not a Helleberg, but I got a I got a one man mountain hunting tent. I like to see you in a one man mountain tent. <laughs> well, I'm not Tyler's height, so it should be okay. <laughs> uh, this is gonna be fun. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm just jealous. You had your chance. You'll get another chance. Mm-hmm. In another fifteen years. No, maybe that's just all it took to get like to break the ice. Took me 15 years to draw sheep tag. Took you 13 years, Frank, and then like two years later, you're freaking drawing it again. It can happen. Oh yeah, John, you drew it I'm like a couple. Gonna, you I'm freaking. Just, you I'm guys make gonna, me sick. I'm just gonna hunt Delta every other year. Yeah. Every <laughs> general season in Delta. <laughs> so Carrie, this is the first time Carrie ever put in for anything, and she drew the tag. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. My wife has only drawn one tag though, yeah. so I don't know. Like the whole those people are like, oh, I want to lady puts in or whatever they're gonna draw i, I it's know. freaking random I, yeah of course of course i'm saying that i know but yeah she's only drawn one tag and we put her in for you know whatever 20 30 opportunities or whatever a year nothing one caribou tag yeah i just don't some people got it and some people don't and Test i test it out next year put faith in just to see you know I will I was actually thinking of that It's like I need to put her in for for Toke and Delta Frank says he's drawn five tags Two elk Two sheep And a brown bear So That's I mean all in all that's good Yeah Five in 16 years Shit I've drawn more than that in a few I think and I also think that it depends on what you put in for. Oh, Where absolutely. So if you're putting in, in TMA all the time, yeah, or Delta. Right. Yeah. I also think it has to do with how many tags you put in for. Oh, yeah. Like, because all out, some people out. that complain, like, oh, I never draw any tags. I look at their name, and like like Tyler, for instance, you know, you put in for one or two tags. I put in for more than that, but. Come on. No, I did. Come, come on. <laughs> but you know, I look at uh, certain certain people's names. You know, the, the, I look at them up, and they they got like three. You know, they put three three choices or whatever. I'm like, well, I'm, you, I put in for every species for yeah, the most part. I, I, six I've, chances. It's a lot of money, but it's like, well, I mean, I've slowly. I did. I have been putting in for. I don't think I put in for caribou or brown bear or muskox. Because I'm not going to pay freaking $7,000 yeah. to go out to Nunavak. It's Hell funny to me. John and I were just talking about this this weekend, about that muskox permit, you know, and I, there's a couple of people that ask me, you know, before draw time or whatever, like, hey, should I put in for this muskox? I'm like, well, yeah, you, you should, but just also know that if you draw it, it's like minimum it's seven grand. Yeah. yeah. Because you got to pay the transporter fee, which is 3500 plus. You got to get out there. You have to get all your shit back. You got to buy a $500 locking tag. Not like, cheap. It's yeah. not, it's, you don't. 
they don't think about that, you know, and I tell them like, oh, I would never put in for that. But how many people do and then don't go because they didn't realize yep. the costs involved? They're probably the most expensive animal that, for a resident to pursue. That that tag they gotta be. That tag should have an asterisk next to it in the draw supplement saying that if you draw this tag, realize you basically must hire a transporter and the minimum you're going to pay is X amount. Because I think it would weed out a lot of the people that are putting in for so it. So they require yeah. they require that because I they, was pretty sure that it's somebody has a, shipped their for their 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 yes. their snow machine and done it themselves. There are people that have done that, and there are people that know people out there that can do it a lot cheaper and whatever. But by and large, the average person has zero options other than to hire one of the three or four transporters there in McCrory Cook. So it's just a low. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not you, against you, it. You know, call it. It's a you can call it a racket, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, they're taking advantage, you know. Sure. It's taking advantage of their situation, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Who knows how much cash economy is out there? Well, Not much. Comp fishing, you know, what, some some halibut. Reindeer. Yeah, reindeer farming and comp. Probably comp fishing is most of the income. I know it is a little bit further inland it's, there. And it's hard to make an honest living commercial fi- depending but, on where you are. Yeah. Yeah. If you're on the copper this year, you're pretty good. <laughs> but that should be made known to the folks yeah. for it. Because yeah. Well, I, I bet a lot of those tags go to waste and I actually know of a couple of them. I won't mention their name, but like they, they pulled the tags and then were like, we can't do this. This is too expensive. Exactly. After, after they did the math on it, they were like, you know, we're like seven grand in each it's $1,500, $15,000 for both of us to do this. Yeah. Like, it's Jeez. truly cheaper to go to Canada on a few hunts to hunt muskox. Banks than Island. This, this negates this negates part of the reason that I hunt. I hunt because I like it. Right. But I also did the math last. Uh, I forget what year. Anyway, two years ago, I think it was two years ago. I did the math. It cost me like a buck sixty a pound in meat. Mm. But that's not counting the startup cost. Like you need a truck, you need a boat, uh-huh. et cetera, et cetera. But these are these are things that all get used as yeah. soon as the ice goes away, and then as soon as the ice comes back. Yeah. So I don't count that cost. That's amortized over the years. You can't find a buck fifty-eight in meat no, anywhere you in can't. any store. No, you can't. <laughs> Economics with Temple amortized over the years. Amortized. Amortized. This guy's yeah, got this a guy, vocabulary got it going right on. Over he, want, got, he wants. To go, he's going to go it, places. If the moose gets to two dollars a pound, he's <laughs> done with. Done. It. I'm done. He's done. <laughs> done. Two bucks a pound. Yes, I'm out. Yes. Then we're going to Costco hot yeah. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Costco's not bad. It was Sam. There was one year I didn't get a moose in the last seven or eight, and we we did the math on buying uh, meat at Sam's. Man, that was steep. Holy crap! Oh yeah, but they do have a dollar fifty Polish sausages for lunch. Nick and tell me that. Yeah, you go a dollar fifty, you get a big lunch, crowd, everything. Well, no, else. the and Costco. Well, the Costco ones, they're not even like it's not even Polish sausage. Like them, those are high quality hot dogs. Those are I mean, serious. This is none of this bar s bullshit yeah, that no, I had when yeah, I was a no, kid growing no, up. Yeah, like pork, chicken, random parts. I, I mean, still these are buy like, bar s. That's, it's that's straight lips like. and assholes. The one at Costco, it's great. Yeah. That is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be afraid to do the math on how much a pound of meat en- ends up on my. Well, sometimes if, though, I mean, like the Hall Road, that's not terrible. My Christ, first think about hunt, it. The man. meat was two hundred sixty dollars oh, yeah. a pound. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. What was two hundred sixty dollars a pound? His first sheep hunt. 
That's I was on that hunt, so it was the same for first me. First sheep too. that I ever shot was two hundred and sixty dollars a pound. Damn. Yeah. That's. I if mean, I, it's it's worth it. If I come back with a sheep this year, it'll be my most expensive per pound sheep. Mine too. I bought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He bought the governor's tag. I bought boots. I bought a tent. Just put I, that I, thing on. Back and forth between. Well, if you're going to use a temple, you got to hold it up to your mouth. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so otherwise, it's said. like we're talking about the microphone, right? <laughs> so I I bought I bought <laughs> Loa boots. I bought a. Uh, this is ex- this is good. This is something yeah, that's yeah. never sheep hunted temple, before. Temple is brand what, new first, to this. First time damn sheep hunter. What'd you and, buy? And Frank has been telling me, "Don't cry to me when you're cold and wet." When I tell him what I buy. So <laughs> I, I bought some Loa GTX boots, and I've been through two Superfeet uh, inserts what so color? far. What color? One insoles? was one was green, and I think these ones are blue. Which ones you like better? I'm not sure yet. I uh, the green ones were definitely not fucking right. Yeah. And the blue ones, I, I'm gonna bring the stock insoles just in case. Do you like a, a stiffer on the bottom, or or what? Do, what do you like? What do you prefer? I don't mind the stiffer bottom. Then you should get the orange. Orange? It's a. What about the arch height on the orange? Well, that would be. I don't know what your foot looks like. My but foot is generally flatter. Well, then the green should have theoretically worked. Didn't like them. Didn't like them. I've tried the green. I wasn't well, a fan. Yeah. But those but are good boots. Yes. Those boots right. will last you a long time. So, after you get back, wash those boots. Go. Uh-huh. Don't be a cheap ass. Go get you a. Like a little boot washing and nick wax or whatever. I've got different. And before you go, before you go, before you go, wash them. You know, it has a little brush or whatever. Uh Wash them and treat them with that nick wax or whatever they recommend. I've got the stuff to take care of the boots. Okay, take care of them because if you do, they'll last you a long time. Mm -hmm. If you don't, they won't. Yeah, they'll that leather all shrink up. I think those are good freaking boots. I think I have over six hundred miles on mine. Yep. I don't get that much out of mine because I'm a fat ass, but yeah. Um, the only thing that's no bullshit. I figured those. it out, and I think that's like conservative. Six hundred yeah. miles yeah. on my boots. What I ruined first fine. on my yeah. boots is that rubber <clears throat> rand around it. That's what goes to shit first. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're side hilling a lot, what you're going to do? Sharp um, rocks. Sharp and rocks. Oh. Yeah. That rubber rand is going to go long before anything else. So just take care of them, though. Kay. But anyhow, what, so what else did you buy? These were one of the <laughs> first things I bought so that I'd have time in them over the summer to try to break them in. Good thing. And uh, the backpack I've got is a Barney Sports Chalet frame with their their moose bag or something. It's a big cool. That's good. Big That's, damn yeah. bag. Perfect. That's a popular bag. Um, popular frame. Let's see. I'm using my wife's 270. I got I got Pete's scope and tripod. I bought a, a light fighter, one man mountain tent. It's a little heavier than Frank recommended, but I couldn't spend nine hundred plus on a Helleberg. So no, and there's there's a lot of good options in that like yeah three four hundred dollars. No, this was like a hundred and it was less than two hundred on eBay. So. Well, that. I like I got a mountain hardware one man tent that I think I got on sale years ago at Sam's for like a hundred twenty bucks. I, I mean I took that yeah. on several sheep hunts. Yeah. yeah. The nice thing about the Barney's bag you bought is mm-hmm. you'll be able to fit anything in that fucker. So I yeah. I actually didn't buy that. <laughs> I'll the, carry me out. The, if your knee Just goes bad, leg holes climb for on in, stick, right? It was like a big baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll tie you right in with the paracord I'm bringing. <laughs> 
Uh, <clears throat> shit, where was I? You just you talked backpack, about the mo- your tent. mountain tent. Oh, backpack, my mountain tent. I found some uh, Milserp Gore-Tex pants at Value Village for they were regular seventeen ninety nine, but it was a fifty percent off day. That was fantastic. <laughs> Nice. I, I sent that to Frank, and he's like, "Look, man, don't cry to me when you're cold and wet." I'm like, oh, "Well, I can't. <laughs> I can't spend five hundred dollars on some nice pants right now." You my, don't have to. My no. kids got to eat. No, you don't have to. It yeah? isn't five hundred. You just have to wear some that's comfortable. Okay, so what are some good pants that ain't five hundred bucks? Well, the ones Hell you just Hanson. bought sound just fine. Well, it sound like it to me. That's what I thought. Are oh, they? And they might be just fine, but um, in it, like, are you talking rain pants or are you talking yeah, rain pants? So. I didn't buy them as rain pants. I might use them as rain pants, but I bought them for just regular every kicking day. around. You don't pants. want to wear your like Gore-Tex no. pants running around every day. You'll, You'll sweat your ass off. You'll tear You're them up. So they're not made. Right. They're not made for it. So okay. You'll sweat yourself into ball chaff. Yeah, and that'll happen. I, I did yeah. take them for one walk. I got all I got all Gore-Tex and gaitered up, and I found where I found the height at which I can walk through water and get wet. So okay. that's valuable information. Don't walk yeah, deeper but those, than that. But those pants, um, yeah, I, I mean, won't. They might be okay for my pants on. Yeah, for rain pants, take them off. Well, yeah, well, yeah, right down to underwear and yep. walk through water. No but, way. So what I, I would leave do, my hands. What at I would home do and take these Gore-Tex pants. What I would do is because uh, you you ain't gonna freaking like a Gore-Tex pants is your main pants and you're gonna cut it. Okay. Mm. Um. You know, like over at Frontier, like the Woolly Rhino side. Oh, a lot I of times in, they have a clearance rack. Like I was in there today. I any was, of those, yeah. like Cool or Royal Rock. something like this? I was, like, I was quite put off by like, the... You know? Of course, I'm real cheap, though. I went looking through the racks at Woolly Rhino and Frontier today trying to finish my list. It's, it was still a hundred or hundred and fifty bucks a pair of pants. Don't that, get don't get wrapped around the axle on your pants. Wear okay. what's comfortable and go from blue there. Jeans. And just make that'd sh- be what's comfortable. If, if you think that you can climb in blue <laughs> jeans and do all that, people have done it. The looks I got in no, this room. If, if that's what's it. comfortable, yeah. do it. But make sure you bring some nut butter, you know, because yeah. you're gonna chafe like a uh-huh. mofo. And once your blue <laughs> jeans are wet, they're gonna be wet so for days. <laughs> <laughs> blue yeah. jeans are hard to dry. I know that. Even boat hunting. Blue you can jeans find are hard like a cheaper bar. Scree pants are like 50 bucks. Yeah. I mean, mm. you can find cheaper, like, hiking. You what, want hiking pants. What are those you're wearing right now? You don't there? want these. No. no okay. There's too well, much. firstly, I don't want yours because you're shorter <laughs> than me. But <laughs> These are just, uh, these are the first light, the new guide light pants that just came first out. First light's supposed to be good stuff. It's really good stuff, yeah. yeah. The, I've been wearing these the last couple of weeks. And I like them a lot. I gave Frank a pair. I don't know if he'll wear them, though. John's got some. <laughs> I got to get on with chest. me this year. Yeah, I think you'll like them. John oh, ruins I'm meeting the three of you out there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've got a pair of heavily soiled Mountain Hardwares for you. If you'd like. <laughs> Me and you were <laughs> the ones he's wearing. Size. Yeah, he's like, you can take them right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and John are about the same size. You know, I told you. I tell you what, though, a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine, Jim told me a long time ago because uh, i was having some underpan issues um you know that doesn't come out right but you know just just sweating and different problems right and uh, right. he told me a long time ago he said balls. why do you do it just go commando that was about two years ago uh-huh. i haven't worn underpants a day so. <laughs> so so frank told me no cotton 
No fucking no cotton. cotton no me. cotton. It's better right. to go. I'm a, to I'm a fruit of the loom on sale kind of guy. So no I was in the fruit of the loom. You're gonna have a hard the, day. The, I was you, in the mm. frontier looking for some synthetic underwear. Sand. They wanted thirty bucks a pair for the Ele, Ele, electric Ele, whatever the hell you, they dude, were. Try commando. Just let it hang out. So I bought one pair. I bit the bullet. I bought one pair of them. Elect- Are they boxers uh, or nut huggers? I'm boxers. I Good. like the boxers. Yeah, because the nut huggers, you're just going to get chafed. Those merino, the merinos would be real guy. nice, yeah. I imagine, but I don't know. I, I just let it, let it hang so out. So I bought one pair. One pair of non-cotton underwear for thirty damn dollars, and if I need more than that, I'm going commando, no, like you're saying. You can. I, I'll wear one pair. I'm not bringing extra ever. Okay. No, just one pair. But Some do yourself a favor and just a little insurance. A little insurance is just one of those little blue deodorant body glides from yeah. a small one from REI. They're like five bucks. You rub that Put right that on your pack. taint. You, yeah. And you yeah. rub it on the inside of your legs <laughs> and stuff because you will chafe. So. <laughs> Once you get dirty so and Frank everything. sent me a list that included anti-chafe lube. Yes. I'm bringing anti-chafe lube because I'm oh, I am not. I, have, I got the exact same bar that yeah, Nick's you, talking about. Yeah. That's like I guess I'm going I back to REI. Too. Every it's every it's good important. outdoorsman has lube in there. Haven't pack. a clue. I was in I have no idea what it looks like. It's a blue little deodorant blue thing. Blue little right. deodorant thing. Tyler's grabbing it, but remember where he's been putting it. Yeah. Body glide. Be careful. There's it's the kind of thing that eat, to each hairs. his own. Yeah, there's all <laughs> kinds of there's all kinds of little curly hairs on the end of Temple's body. There's all <laughs> kinds of thing that. I'm gonna borrow in this world. That ain't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> hey Pete, can I borrow your body glide? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, he asked me, so you walk Walking in, I'm like, yeah, I'm walking. I ain't got that much hero juice left. Good for you. I'm like, well, I drew the early walking hunt. Well, you got no choice then. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds like Pete. That's perfect. Yeah, Pete's a hoot. But as far as pants go, you need to wear what's comfortable. This is the camouflage one. Oh, he's got camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. So you can Glide. easily lose it. It's pretty slick. <laughs> yeah, I want to fall out of the tundra. It's just I got the bright blue one, like Nick <laughs> yeah. has. Yeah, you just take that and you, you get it all up there and like between. I've oh, never yeah. done you it go, between the ass cheeks. You go in like, deep with it, huh? <laughs> not deep, just like right on the edge. There's that little line. So, <laughs> there's the line. There's the edge line where you, where you draw the yeah, line. you got to draw the line. <laughs> so I don't know how hairy the rest of you guys are. <laughs> I recommend doing a little manscaping yeah. prior. <laughs> I was so. thinking about going and getting nared because when yeah. you use the clippers, when you use the clippers, you get the stubble. Yeah, you don't want stubble because that yeah. shit burns. Yeah, it's pokey. Yeah, the stubble's pokey. I was thinking about you know getting it uh, ripped out by the <laughs> so ruptured nair. talking. It's like, someone who knows. I'm looking around like what? In the yeah, you should. Temple's like, well, the last time I shaved my balls, yeah. <laughs> got to shave a few weeks out. <laughs> got stubbly. Look, man. <laughs> oh, it's too late. You're dug in deep now. Wow, I'm putting my heels in it. This is where I'm making my stand. <laughs> yep. You're standing tight at shaved balls. Nared. Nared. Nared balls. Yeah. Big difference. Well, that way oh, it comes back God. soft. Not only that, he said, go get nared like there's like a groomer. There's little, co- little coffee shop. There college. is not a groomer I go to yet. I'm thinking about it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you I just mean, want you want comfortable pants, and then yeah. you want a pair of rain pants to put over the top. That's yeah, what you that, want. I guess that'll be my Gore-Tex. 
Yeah. And if it's pouring rain, I suggest just strip down to your undies and a t-shirt and put your rain gear on over that. And I truthfully end up by about day three or four, typically just in rain gear with uh, merino long johns underneath, and that's what I end up wearing the rest of the time. So mm-hmm. I'll wear a pair of pants in, mm-hmm. but once it starts raining, like I don't want to switch back and forth, and I just... I just rain gear with the zippers on the side so I can open them up, and I, mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time like that. I don't know if anybody else does, but I, I, I go, do. I'm nuts about trying to stay dry at least as much as possible. I hate being wet. Me too. I freaking hate so it. That's why I just sometimes it's just like go. If it's absolutely pouring rain, typically it's foggy too, and why the, in the tent. fuck are you going anywhere anyhow? It's like get in your tent and just sit there. If and you've wait. got time on your side, there's no problem whatsoever. Just yeah. sit in your tent and wait out the storm. There's no sense. You're not going to. You're not going to f- be able to spot properly with uh, with rain because your your mm-hmm. spying scope is going to be full of water yep. Yep. and everything else that comes with uh, you know a rainstorm. So we just I mean last year what we set up our tent four or five times just because it was raining. We're like fuck this, set up the tent, sat in there and waited for it to stop. Yeah, it'd be like forty five minutes too, and then it would stop, and then we're out. Yeah, sucks, but I'd rather just stay dry and whatever. But pants, okay. So you bought pants. I what bought do you the got Gore-Tex for? pants. What okay. do I got for what? And what uh, what else have you gotten? Let's see. Uh, boots, pants, the back, the frame pack with the the bag. What else did I buy for this shit? Sleeping bag. Sleeping you already bag. had. Already had a sleeping bag. How about the pad? Sleeping pad. My wife got me one for my birthday because I drew this tag. Do you have air or? It's an inflatable one. You blow it up, yeah. The wife right that on. told you you nice. couldn't go sheep hunting bought you a sleeping pad to go sheep I'm, hunting? Did I say she told me I couldn't? Oh, I yeah, did yeah. say she told me I couldn't go. Then she got over it. So, <laughs> this was months ago, yeah. Yeah. That's so, great. She told you no, and you said, I think I will put in for that tag. <laughs> yeah, that's basically how. Then she's like, okay, you go, you go have fun. And then she mm-hmm. went to fucking Vegas. <laughs> nice. I love that woman. I really do. She but obviously she didn't win you enough bonkers. money to get a bunch of nice she pants. She did not. <laughs> she, at least she didn't lose money. At least she didn't lose. Like like the sailboat she bought at an auction because we live in interior fucking Alaska. We want a goddamn sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> but she doubled her money on the sailboat. <laughs> I was very happy with how that panned out. So the moral of the story is you should buy a sailboat? The moral of the story is don't let your pregnant wife go to an auction with your sister and her boyfriend. Don't do that because the auctioneer right. will take advantage of you. <laughs> this isn't family feud, all right? So we got, it's about to be. So we got your, your sleeping pad, oh, sleeping oh, bag. Sleeping bag, sleeping pad. The uh, sleeping pad came with a pillow. You you, got, I know you got. you better still have a decent set of binoculars i still do i haven't okay. dropped those in the river yet right. i did drop a pair of glasses in the river that was rough you got a jet boil on the way i got a jet boil on the way i bought two things of fuel today i bought a couple of water bladders some aquamira that's the way to go yeah like um that. for up here it's perfect yeah what the hell else did i buy at rei and frontier today you get I told I poles? told you a couple weeks ago that the most the three most important things for a sheep spot hunt. and scope. No, it doesn't start with spotting scope. It starts with your license, and license tag, tag, <laughs> yeah, rifle, rifle, and spotting scope. and spotting scope. So I'm using my in wa- order of importance. Yeah, I'm using my <laughs> wife's uh, uh, two seventy because I'm not carrying a three thirty eight bar up the mountain. I got uh, Pete's tripod and uh, spot and scope. I got my license and my tag. So knife. I told you not Havilon to bring. Knife. I told you not to bring two knives. Yeah, I uh, I bring two knives. Yeah. 
Do you I bring, bring a Havilon? I bring a Havilon with, with six blades. I bring a Havilon. I bring with six like a knives. Dozen. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to bring a Havilon and some extra blades. I was. I. It's hard for me to leave the house without a folder and a. And uh, you can put knife, a folder in I your pocket, I'm, whatever. But you're not going to uh, need it. Yeah. The only reason you would maybe need the knife is if you're not familiar with how uh, a Havilon works, because a lot of people want to horse a knife. You can't horse yourself. a Havilon. And you can't horse a Havilon. So no. when you're trying to take, like, you're trying to take, uh, say, for instance, you're trying to get the head off the spine or whatever. You've got to find the joint. You have to find, and all the joints. But if mm-hmm. you've taken care of a lot of animals like you have, you know exactly where those joints are, and you let the Havilon do the work. Yeah. You don't horse it. Mm, I'd like the thing to- is, you do end up changing Havilon blades, sure. yeah. and it's... For a long time, Should. I always used a little pair of pliers to do it, but yeah. you just I know do, do it, it now, right? Yeah. Exactly. You do it right. That's one spot where I slow down and stop when I'm in the mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Changing those blades, I'm like, you could cut the yeah, shit you out can. of yourself it, changing one of those blades. Yeah. I could be wrong, but they are harder to change now than they were... 10 years ago when they came out or so maybe whatever. maybe I should went. bring my multi-tool for no, the pliers for no, that. Just, mm, you yeah. just take your time. Do it a couple gotta, of times yeah. while you're here. Change it out before mm. you're standing out there on the side of the mountain. So I, I use the Havilon for cutting skins for skin sewing, and I love it for that. But I also strop it. I'll, I've, you can sharpen them. I've used, mm-hmm. I've yes, stropped the, the Havilon to keep it cutting skins. Yep, you can. If you bring a little ceramic, it's perfect for it. Yeah. It's just fine. But to take them off, I hold the knife in my hand. And I use my left index finger mm-hmm. to push up that little thing, that little like clip, mm-hmm. and then I use my right index finger to slowly move it off. But you, if your fingers are full of blood and slippery, mm. you could easily slip and go forward. You I just use take your time. always use a rock. Oh, and I just like push it on yep, the rock yep. and just like pull away. Okay, and then to put it back, they go back on super easy. That's all a good the, way to do yeah, it. Yeah, they click the right the hell and every, on. The blood and everything comes off when you pull yep. the other blade off. I never thought of doing but that. But I always just push it right on a rock and kind of just pull away when you push on the rock. Then and you don't have your hand. Take it off. Then you only got one one part of your hand next this to it makes instead good of both. Sense. It yeah. can be a challenge to get them off if you've never done it before, and you will. Yeah. I've always well, just used pliers. Like a lot of things like that, you got when you're. It's not new to you because it's similar stuff when you're out on your boat trips or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like little stupid things can become big problems yeah. in a hurry. Like, ironically, like I mean, I've de- I think I've dinged myself a few times you cutting cut up the sheep, shit but out of over sheep. But the worst times I was both in 2015, both sheep hunts we went on. I about cut my freaking index finger off. Yeah, it's like the, cutting the second- salami. The oh, second one was bad. The second hunt, we hadn't even gone. We were like we were, leaving the four wheelers to go walking. Yep. And you quick grabbed your finger, and I looked at you and I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like was how it bad? It? How bad? And you're like, "Pretty bad." And we walked over to the creek, and you immediately washed it off. And I was like, "Fuck." Was it a Havilon cut? No, it was just a sharp pocket knife. Yeah. I was just I was cutting salami. Yeah. But. Just got to be careful. Super glue. Super glue. <laughs> Massive <laughs> amounts of super glue. Done deal. That does work. Yeah. Better bring some super glue. So that, yeah, I mean, you know, you want to have a basic first aid kit. Like, it doesn't, you're not going to be able to, like, patch a sucking chest wound up there or anything. I can't do that So my boat. You know, band-aids, some leuco tape or, like, some. Leuco tape. Leuco tape or athletic tape if mm-hmm. you don't have any leuco tape. Leuco tape is great for blisters, too, and, you, and you're and you probably going to get. I got duct tape and moleskin. Okay, well. It's, leuco I, tape. That, that'll probably work, but if, if we meet up before you leave this week or whatever, stop by the house. I've got, like, five rolls. I'll give you a 
like I roll mine around a Bic pen, mm-hmm. and then I just put that in my pack. But that shit will stick even if you're sweating. It'll stick to your foot, and yeah. you put it on, and as soon as you feel a hot spot, you put it on. Well, my plan is to stop wor- all the damn exactly. hot spots. Yep. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, Blisters will ruin a hunt a faster than anything. Um, but Luco tape works. Yeah, that you know where you can get something and just you get a cut, like a little bit of have a little tube of super glue. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a little cut. Yeah. You know, make sure you wash it out good and some hand. You know, <laughs> whether it's like FDA recommended, like some hand sanitizer. You, you know, sometimes I've got little cuts. Of just super glue also works well if you pop your sleeping pad. Mm-hmm. You can. You can patch yeah. the hole at least. I don't know what kind of pad you're using, but if it's all air. So I told my wife to get me a, one of them inflatable thermarests. Okay. So she got me like, so there's 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 green giant asparagus, <laughs> and then there's there's Kroger asparagus, right? Uh-huh. So let's say thermarest is green giant asparagus. Okay. She got me a Kroger It'll be inflatable fine. rest. It's yeah, okay. It'll be fine. We'll see. Just we'll see how it goes. I've been using it, is and it's it been all, fine. Is it all air, or is it uh, the thicker? It's all air. Okay, so you're going to want to bring something just in case you pop mm-hmm. a hole. Okay. Like, I, I don't know. I, they, a lot of those pads come with a very small package that's like a repair kit. If, and, it, if it came with that, I lost it. Yeah, exactly. But. Keys? <laughs> oh god oh thanks frank some tells me that's not the first time that's <laughs> been <laughs> but a lot of those pads come with a small repair kit mm-hmm. and if you don't have it that's fine uh you know super glue will work too but they're those pads are prone to spring a leak yeah <laughs> and then they're useless and the big the biggest thing is is where you're setting up your camp just make sure there's no sharp rocks and stuff like that sometimes you just don't know i i have one of the the neo airs that i bought in 2015 the thing still hasn't sprung a leak yeah that's Um, impressive too done good i've used it a lot man um that's hilarious for everybody listening frank just saved the day well maybe not john's truck's probably soaked it's pouring rain his windows were open yeah (laughs) i appreciate it frank Frank's pretty good at saving shit. He saved yeah. a beaver trip with his twenty-two rifle once. <laughs> saved yeah. a beaver trip. Huh? Yeah, the beaver were wise to my game. Somebody beat me there, so they were all wise to the traps. And Frank, with his twenty-two, just shot him right the hill up. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yep. What are you bringing for food, Temple? I bought a bucket of Mountain House on sale, Bring so those will be my up. dinners. Yeah, I'm not even going to take them out of the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so the, they were on sale at Fred's. I'm a sale shopper. They were on sale at Fred's, and the bucket came with like uh, ten ten dinners and two breakfasts. So I bought two additional dinners, and I'll figure the breakfast out. I'm gonna I'm gonna backpack some oatmeal with some some brown sugar and peanut butter, and those will be my breakfast. I'm gonna weigh them out. That sounds good. Yeah. And and for for lunch slash snacks throughout the day, I weighed out. Some chocolate-covered granola and jerky that I made out of last year's moose. I weighed those out and got them in little zippies in the freezer right now. How, how are you going to do, like, your food? Are you just going to throw all your food in the bag, or are you... No, I, I got to ration shit, otherwise I'll overeat. Yeah, 
I don't. I, Heard that. I don't know what if you if you guys do it, but I like to take the gallon Ziplocs and I yep. put all my food for one day in one there. One gallon That's for every yeah. day. Otherwise, I'm gonna eat it all in yeah, the first couple then, of days. And I then can't so I keep it. all that food somewhere separate in my bag, mm-hmm. and then each day in the morning I'll grab a fresh bag and I'll yep. put it in my lid. That way, when I yep. when I want to eat, I can just take my pack off, go on my lid. I'm like, all right, I could eat all this food for the day, and I don't have to worry about going through all the other shit. And that'll be. I don't have to do that. I just know exactly. I don't ever do that. I just know exactly what I got for each day, and it's all in one bag. And I just pull out whatever the day's stuff is in the morning, and I have breakfast, and I, you know, put every, some of the stuff in my lid, and like I don't have to take my dinner out and do anything with that, but because it is what it is, but. Yeah, I just keep it all together. Everything. I just like to have like Frank, I'll t- I'll take a couple Frank. of the bars out and put them in my side, like hip belts. That way, if, yeah. you know, I can grab one when Frank's I'm walking. Yeah, he's, he's got self control. I was I gonna say, I'll be any. chewing on Cliff gummies all day. Yeah, except for the mountain house, everything is going in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. <laughs> That's breakfast. And lunch, and I can't eat more than that until the mountain house comes out in the <laughs> evening. Yeah, I've done both, and you know I could do either way. It does sure. for me. It does help, like especially if you're thinking rationing. You know, if you're that's true. Yeah, a couple ounces. Probably. Look at me, Frank. Do you think a few? Do you think a few Ziploc bags is gonna <laughs> make a difference with? You're right about the weight thing, but I just I like to have everything. Me personally prefer to like pull out a bag in the morning, throw it in my lid, and be like, "All right, that's my food for the day." And I can take a couple things out of there, keep them in my pocket, and then I know that that's what I got. Like a lot of things, it's like whatever makes you feel good and make you feel like you're operating it. Like, yeah, and can ration your. I think I think truthfully the reason I do it is because I know I won't eat enough. Uh, I'm one of those guys that like I won't eat. I'll just go and go and go and if I so I know if I'm not eating that full bag that I'm not I'm not getting what I'm burning type I'm of a, thing. I'm That's a true too much I've, eater. I've seen his You're, his packing on trips before before we went on that goat <laughs> hunt we had a couple of candy bars and <laughs> Some diet bagels with cream Dude, cheese on. So those. many, so many of my friends tell me that like Dude, you could survive with nothing. I just don't eat. I, I so I if I, I don't need water. and I need water. My big that's time. my only. Yeah. That's my crux. I, I, can go, I can go cruise all day long hiking uphill on just one Nalgene bottle. Oh shit, that's like ten minutes for me. Yeah, <laughs> all day. Yeah. <clears throat> Some people can throw it all in one and go from there. I just like to have a little organized because then I know I, I have to eat that for the day. Yeah. I I know that I can't eat more so than that. So you would eat more than that? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, you would? Oh. Big really? time. Oh, yeah. If yeah. it's there and you get... Mm. If I have extra food at the end of the night, John usually yams that in the tent. So. <laughs> yeah. That's I, why I like to pack whole fillets, man. Yeah. John always skimps on his food because he knows I'll have extra. <laughs> Or he'll bring, like, Mountain House, but no stove. Or no spoon. <laughs> Definitely no spoon. Yeah, I watched oh yeah. him eat I bought a fucking soup long with spoon a today. goat horn What once. the hell? 
Those I long- bought a long spoon today too. It was ten bucks. I was pissed about I it. Was, <laughs> I was. Why did you buy a plastic one and tape a stick to it? I just got a long spoon. It was this long. I think probably the same one you got. <laughs> mine folds. Are they those? Oh, long- you got a folded one. Fold. No, I mine, went high class. <laughs> I have a couple of those long, like titanium spoons. That's You're what like, I this bought. is badass. Those things are colder than shit. I don't like. The and they I don't cost like eating a lot. Of them. Oh yeah, they make your fillings Ooh, light up. <laughs> I don't have fillings, but it makes my teeth fucking burn, man. I don't like that. Yeah, it's just like it's like the well, chalkboard. You're not supposed to chew on the spoon. No, it's like the like fingers <laughs> on the chalkboard type feeling for me. So I use a plastic one. It's long. Yeah, and, and those are two. pretty cheap. I I get a couple new ones this year. They're not. I don't quite like as the, long, the titanium ones. Did you get the spoon or the spork? I got the spork. Yeah, that'll poke holes in whatever the hell you got. Oh, in yeah. too. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing. I always roll with just a spoon, plastic spoon. I, I watched a YouTube video of that. Uh, 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 the guy with the chronic chronic traumatic encephalitis uh, passed away a while back. I don't watch back. those. Yeah, not I was going to say, I don't, I don't type in chronic <laughs> encephalitis. No, not YouTube. Kafaru. No. Uh, he, Jason something. Oh, Kuyu. Though. Yeah, Kuyu. Hairston or whatever. Yeah, Jason Hairston. Yeah, Jason yeah. Hairston. Oh. I watched a video of his. He had the long titanium spork. So I thought, all right, I need a long spork. Mm. So I got me a long spork. It folds. It's because I couldn't afford the titanium one. I got the titanium one. I went all out. (laughs) I've got a couple of those. I'm not. I I just. I don't care for it. I'd rather have plastic. Plastic. Yeah. Mine's plastic folding. Ideal. I'm flexed it. I thought this gonna break. I'm just gonna eat with my hands like I normally do. It's gonna be great. Just drink it from. They're not too bad and. I always bring a little extra water. <laughs> Turn it into a, every night's dinner is a soup. <laughs> That's oh, what we man. ate in the village. Everything was a soup. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's like a hundred different things that could have just been said. <laughs> oh man. Hitting the Zen. John's the only holdout still. Oh, yeah. Total holdout. Nick's like half holdout. What are we oh, John's still hitting the long cut. We yeah, Nick's back oh, on did. the Grizz. Hard back on again. the Grizz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can stop whatever right he wants. the sound know? of a denier. <laughs> I loved it, dude. It burns. <laughs> oh, I bet it does burn. Oh, my God. It almost wasn't enjoyable. I bet it tasted so good. Don't don't do it. Don't. Think oh, I'm too not. Hard I'm like. It. I think I would just. I don't. Th- it, I'd be dipping right now if I was you. Like if you're gonna dip on the weekends, you might as well dip all week. <laughs> no, no, no. You see, there's a cumulative effect. There's a cumulative effect. You can. <laughs> I had to make that. I had to make that one a loud one. Yeah. <laughs> no, the seventeenth is twelve months for me. Good for you, man. Hell yeah, mm. man. That's. Good on at you. the very bit, it's like <laughs> two pounds less than so I have, have you, to carry my backpack. Have backpack. you done the math on how much money you've saved? No, uh, a while back I did, and it was already a shitload of money. Yeah. I mean, it's like probably 3000 bucks or so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that vice stuff is. You can cut a lot of money out. Especially yeah. when you're going through yeah. like over a can of Cut day. out a whole bunch of money and cut in a whole bunch of headaches. Yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch, yeah. You know. At first. Yeah. At first, yeah. All right, so I think we got you. How many bullets you bring in Temple? 
Seven. Oh no, boy, bring, bring a whole bring box. More, bring, bring more. Bring a whole box. Right. I've no, I, I've I've dumped more than that at one animal. Granted, it was not my best showing, but like yeah. you know. All right, you don't have to. You don't have to. Con- you don't have to try. I'm too just hard you know to you're gonna dump to six at one and you're then bringing be able, seven. Then, I'm bringing twelve for two of us. Seven's the first Ooh. number that came out. <clears throat> well, I'm, we're probably bringing here's, twenty. Here's the deal, Temple. Most of the time. Could probably have got away with bringing one. It's that one. It's just that like one carrying time. A, just like conceal carrying in town. Well, that's just it. It's, you know, so many times. And one then, time. and then all of a sudden, it was uh, no. That ram's in the that mounts in the house. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom. <laughs> so, <laughs> all of a sudden, I got like three bullets left. So, I, I was. Up. I had twenty set aside. For Carrie and I. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we went and shot yesterday, and she shot. It's like three quarters of an inch off of a one inch red dot. Holy crap. At 400 yards. I Holy was like, crap. Maybe we'll just bring 12 rounds. Yeah, it'll <laughs> yeah. be just fine. She's a Good much better honor. shot than I she, am. Me like, too. Unbelievable Still, shot. That's, that's at paper. Shit's no. way different. No, no, that's what I keep telling yeah, her. It's like yeah. totally different. The animals moving around. And so I, I don't know how many <clears> times <throat> I've shot my bowl at targets, printed out pictures of moose, and shot at that shit. Last year, when I had a moose in the neighborhood, and I went out walking after it, putting the car in park, I was already so jazzed I almost missed the pee in the shifter. And I hadn't even How gotten do you out do of the that? car. It's yet. all the way to the left. Yeah, <laughs> like I said. <laughs> It's different when there's a heartbeat at downrange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it is we, for sure. We oh, you got to tell me that. We brought 13 <clears throat> rounds into the Chugach, and this is kind of an embarrassing story for me, big time, actually. But it was a rifle I was unfamiliar with and all your typical cliche stories yep, that go yep. with that. But, uh, yeah, we brought 13 rounds in the Chugach. I dumped 11 of them. Oof. Hmm. Left my poor buddy with two, and then he mm. misses his first one. He has Ooh. one round left and dumps it. it Good. Like, oh, Good on him. <laughs> For sure. God. Like, can so. you imagine? I felt like an asshole. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I dumped 11 rounds. The the worst one. It's your rifle. You yeah. <laughs> not not counting small game with a twenty two because we're not going to count those. But my worst one was a a moose several years back. He come out of the brush a long ways off. I thought it was like four hundred yards. I thought it was a long way. So with that three thirty eight, I'm like, all right, big fat, heavy, slow. Boom, nothing. Lower it. Walk down the ladder. Boom, nothing. What do you got? Picture of Carrie. That's a that's that's an insane group. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just one shot. It's a pretty good oh, group. Oh, okay. I thought I mean, it was I guess, four. I was like, what? I guess when that? it's one shot, it's a group. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. No, it is. That's something else. Yeah. That rifle. I didn't get any. That rifle. I don't think that rifle's ever missed. I've shot. Well, I it shot did that. shoot one she through, the, through horn. the horn last year with a <laughs> <the> rifle. <laughs> tried. No, aside from that, that thing, that right, but it was only one shot, right? Oh That's yeah, all. it went through yeah, the horn and into the neck and broke his spine. Like thing, neck's a fine shot. That little rifles. Let's see, one, two, three. So that rifles four for four, I think. Your sheep, 2017. Your sheep, my sheep. I shot a caribou with it, and then you shot that sheep with it did last year. Did your dad year. take him with him and shoot a deer, too? He did. That rifle He did. Five killing. for five. Yeah. 
No doubt about it. It's pretty heavy, but it's that's uh, a fine shooting. Well, and it's like it's a rifle. Winchester XPR. It's kind of like more of an like an economy level. Mm-hmm. Is that the one from all the quote unquote high speed Devil's Canyon videos? No, those no? are that's a Browning. Oh, and I thought it was. Well, I thought it was okay. And we, I mean, that's that's the rifle you shot that Ram in sixteen with that Browning. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a good shooting gun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this Winchester one. I mean, they're like five hundred dollar rifles. They're not, yeah, not super fancy or nothing. They're a little heavier, but man, the thing shoots. I mean, I aced that sucker like four sixty five. It, it was, was four sixty five, just right down the pipe, man. I shot that rifle the last like two times. The, yesterday when we went and shot, there was like hardly any wind at all. Maybe one or two miles an hour. Last two times we were shooting it at three hundred. Maybe fifteen miles an hour, twenty miles an hour. Yeah. Just, no, no issues. Yeah, what at caliber all. At 300 is that? Yards, that's at six five Creedmoor. It's supposed to have really good. Yeah, I mean the bolt, the ballistic. Those 143 grain ELDX yeah. is like they buck the wind really good. They match yeah. the 300. Nah, they don't man, kill if anything. I'm not mistaken. Got to get much. your man. You got your man bun too. So, so yeah. yeah. I've I've yeah. got two bucks. I've got three boxes of 270 Winchester. One is one is a partial that's been you know. The difference is is all the pictures of my shots. Well, there's no pictures, but <laughs> they don't look like that. And I was shooting the same shit sitting right next to her, and I can't shoot like that. You know. Somebody that. I mean, I can hit the target every time, but I can't at 400 yards. I can't hit like hit three quarters of an inch away from the dead center of the friggin' target. Benefit is that she is just learning how to shoot, so she has yeah. no bad habits. Yeah, yeah the bad habits mean something. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, it's just the way it is. Exactly. I've got several boxes of bullets, 150 and 130 grain, 270 Winchester. Is there, is is there one I should prefer, or just whatever, whatever the fuck shoots the one that shoots that's, best? Yeah, yeah. Okay. whatever shoots best, and then I, and shoot, I try and shoot at least at three hundred. I do need to go shoot desperately. I need to go shoot before I, I zero yeah, at two hundred. So and, two, yeah. So, and there I'm assuming they're still in like the factory boxes. Yeah. So whichever one shoots best, get more of Boy, that exact more the that, that exact yeah. brand bullet yeah. load, yeah. like that exact same stuff. And yeah. that's what you need to have a sight in for. None of this, like, oh well, two inches high at a hundred yards, and then just go throw whatever Switching. random ammo. Right. So I, I, I've kind of gotten away with that moose hunting boat. Well, well they're the size of a freaking barn yeah. door. <laughs> they really are. Right. They really are. And even if you screw it up, generally they kind of just stand there and go, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah. So that's what happened with the the furthest moose I've shot at was he was only two hundred and sixty nine yards, but I thought he was like. 400 so i had to walk down the ladder boom nope boom nope oh that one i saw hair fly off his hump okay bring it down just a hair more <laughs> maybe you need to bring two boxes i still killed that well uncle put one in him but he was still dead and only and four don't, shots from my rifle you're gonna shoot here in the next couple yes. of days yeah. right oh, god yes yeah good. yes absolutely biggest thing shoot here in the next couple well of days. there's a lot of biggest things there's a lot of don't things. shoot the wrong sheep yeah oh if you that's shoot driving me so if, bonkers right now thinking about that shit well just just take it you, you know, know what a legal ram is full curl or double broomer right that's a good way to go at it exactly that's exactly yeah. right 
Don't bother counting don't rings. Bother oh, counting don't bother I am anything. not counting annuli. But, hell but you that. get around a bunch, you know, like, if you're not sure it's don't the right sheep, the don't shoot it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because it, it, it gets pretty exciting, and they can be moving around, especially after you shoot. Like, it would be so easy to plug two rams because you shoot one and he doesn't tip over right away and you See, think he's... This is why I like hunting moose. John's and, done that. I mean, just, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. why I like hunting moose in any bull resident areas. That way, if it's a bull, I just shoot the damn thing. Even that isn't even foolproof, but... Well, I mean, I don't know how screwed up you got to be to mistake a bull, but it's not what I'm talking about. I, I think a lot of people misjudge the whole full curl thing, you know. But but yeah. generally speaking, I think it's done erring on the side of caution. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like supposedly, I don't, you know, I, I don't know if it was exactly the same one, but supposedly a ram that that Nick killed, somebody else had seen, and they just couldn't make it. And uh-huh. this particular sheep we were looking at for a while too, we were way above him. And um, we couldn't really make him full curl, even though he was a gorgeous ram, 10-year-old, 30, 38 and change or whatever. 39 and change. That was last year's. Oh. Um, though this was like a couple of years back. This one was a 10, 10 and 38, if I'm not mistaken. He was 39 on one side and 38 and a half Yeah, big ram. And like we couldn't, we had a hell of a time making him full curl. We were counting an ally. They were stacked and it was like, okay, yeah, he's good I to can't. go. But then when we get up to him, we're like, oh, crap, this guy's over. This is a beautiful, beautiful well, ram. We're looking down on him. And if you're looking down, anybody will tell you it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. See the full yeah. curl, yeah. but before he came down below us, we got a great look at him at uh, you know even keel or whatever, and it was, it was a no brainer. But when he came down, we second guessed ourselves for fuck forty five minutes. Like, Jeez. is this him? And then yeah, it's stressful. There ain't no I, doubt about it. I did mistake a bull moose for a cow once, but he was just a spike, and I don't know how long I sat with my crosshairs on him. And I gave up on it and said, all right, I'm not killing that one. And then the, the clouds parted, and you could see the water, the the moisture glinting off the antlers. I'm like, what's that sparkle next to his ear? So I take a closer look, and now we're floating down the river about to come into some sweepers, and it was just a cascade of failures. <laughs> that guy got into the he got into the brush before I could... Before so animated, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you, you can't you can't see it, but I, I can't I wait to hear how hands. he describes this. It's like I, you ever see the movie Lord of the Rings? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen the Lord of the Rings. I'm gonna be looking for a second breakfast and twosies. God damn it! Keep you no secrets. temple. I, I, you have a great opportunity to go and have an excellent sheep yeah. hunt. Even if you just go up there and fumble around, you'll probably f- still find a ram. So this is so the year to cool. do it. This is the year to do it for me because Uncle didn't come up moose hunting last year because he had something stupid like his thirty-year wedding anniversary or some shit. So he didn't come up. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> so had uh had uh john from swamp runner come up he shot a caribou i shot a moose and none of it laughed usually uncle takes half the meat down so all of the caribou and all of the moose stayed my freezers are almost still full on top of the bear i shot fourth of july weekend yes sir so this is the weekend to fuck it up yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, excuse me this is the year to screw it up because i got uh 
I I got this this Delta Deer. Uh, excuse me, Delta, Delta Deer. deer. Tank. Yeah, I got the Delta we're getting deer off the weird. Yeah, He's got one of them too, though. Yeah. 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 Fish and game finally admitted they're whitetail and mule tail mule tail mule deer. Yeah, we covered it. Okay, good. That's one of the things I missed. <laughs> redundant anyway like i said this is the year to screw it up because i got the delta uh, doll sheep and the fairbanks management area archery so i'm hopefully gonna stick a uh antlerless there's no hope moose. to that like if you want one it, it's yours well, i'll take i'm it, using man. eighth inch uh, lowe's hardware home depot hardware store Still. dowels with glue on things I've, i'm 25 yards you're gonna get him you're gonna get her you got a good connection to folks here oh, in yeah. town we'll let you know oh yeah see, you'll be texting text. there'll be text I've got, flying in so I, that the next day you can go yeah yeah <laughs> right and, now <laughs> and, and if you follow if i mean if you don't have my number you can find me temples long tails and fur on facebook let me know the, yeah there's a there's a cow behind the liquor store <laughs> i'm there tomorrow i'm there tomorrow we uh we see cows all the time in my neighborhood, so yeah. I'll, I'll keep you posted. I shot one in my backyard. We we generally have cows and bulls in our neighborhood. That Should be no problem. So if you spend the time mm-hmm. and you keep your bull with you from September first oh, until September thirtieth, it's going to live in the truck. Actually, that tag that goes tag till goes November. Like through the no, fifth, to November, the, yeah. the fifth or fourth, not the first. I forget what it is, but like November twenty fifth or something. Yeah, you yeah, keep that yeah. bull in your in your vehicle. No. Yeah. In the vehicle. It's yes. living in yes, whichever sir. vehicle I'm driving. Yeah. Maybe get another bow, put them in the other vehicle, replace a car seat with a bow and a quiver, and you'll be fine. Car seat? I don't have kids. Come on. I got kids. I yeah, I know. But I forget sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you mean we had three kids, honey? What? What else did you have to buy? Is that everything? Uh, okay. Let me go through the list. Tent, jet boil, boots. Uh, compression sacks. I bought Ooh. a few compression sacks. Do you get any dry Ooh. sacks to keep shit dry? Is your contractor you, bags? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. If yeah. it if you don't want it wet, bag it. Dry, yeah, that's that that important, huh? All right. Well, at least just, you're just get, just go to Fred's and get those like Alaska the ten dollar roll of Alaska contractor bags or yeah. whatever. All right. Like they're cheap. They don't weigh much. How big are they? Because the contractor Pretty bags I've big. bought before I mean, are like monsters. They're, they're like giant. 70 gallon. No. But the other nice thing about the contractor bags is, it one, if you want to keep your meat clean. Yeah. Uh, when I'm when I'm taking the meat off the mm-hmm. off the damn animal, it's I lay a, them on the plastic. That's how we do the tarps. But apparently, yep. the eight dollar blue tarps is too heavy for. It is too heavy. But a contractor oh. trash bag, you can lay your meat on that. Yeah. Then you can transfer them to a game bag. Then you can use that same bag to line your pack to put your meat in there, keep so the it don't get off. all bloody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Yeah. I'm terrified. I don't know. I'm do you guys do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's Me nice. too. I think everybody is at least anxious thinking yeah. about it left and right. It was Every like, year, I don't. It's. It don't I'm not worried yet. Get all quiet and kind of stoic and just. I'm not worried, out but. I'm I'm trying a new pack this year. I I, I abandoned the Barneys finally. I, I yeah. love the Barneys. It's near and dear to me, but switching it up a little bit so what you got trying the stone glacier the um, the guide 7900 or whatever oh. this motherfucker wanted a new pack so i go through all the trouble to get oh in jesus touch. christ no, i'm gonna tell it because i'm gonna tell my rebuttal too okay all right, all right you go ahead but Look, your rebuttal will be covered in my uh <laughs> in my 
initial. I'm good. It's you. I'll he wanted a new pack, so I called Aaron. I'm like, hey, dude, I got a good friend up here. You know, I want to hook him up with a pack. He's like, yeah, no problem. Just have him call the office on Monday, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, John, I tried you need to, to give it like, to John, you. Like, John, you need to call Aaron on Monday. You tell him you need a duplex frame. You need a musk egg, 7,000, the whole deal, yeah. whatever. And then I called John on Monday afternoon. I'm like, did you call? Uh, no, I didn't. I well, called like, him Tuesday. Dude. Yeah, I called then, him. So he didn't call him when he said. Yeah. But Aaron, as you know, is Busy. one of the busiest yeah. guys you ever meet in your entire life. And so they could never hook up. And oh, no, so we were doing doubles a day. So it was like I had like this like hour and a half time period between where I had to call like at least a, like 12 people just to get their stuff straight. And then I call I would call Aaron and he'd be like, right now I'm super busy. Call me at 8 a.m. tomorrow. And I was like, oh, it's not going to work. And then we just kept going through this. And I got to the point with it where I called him so many times and it like where I felt like I was kind of wasting his time. Whatever, yeah. yeah, bothering him. So I just was like, whatever, I'll try this one. And my buddy tried it on the blacktail and he borrowed it. And he said it's a hell of a lot better than the Barney's. So he said that he feels like you could haul more weight in it, which was surprising to me. With They're comfortable packs. Yeah. Barney's yeah. is kind of heavy. Like when I was is picking it though? Because the Stone Glacier six pounds. I don't know how much. It, I never weighed it. I just I picked it up empty and I thought. Yeah, mm. it's it's burly. Barney's like, with a bag after it's wet is got to be. 10, over 10 10 yeah because yeah. all the and i don't like the foam on the barneys it's too thick like you notice on the kafaru or even the, the stone glacier it's thinner on the shoulder pads it's on thin the barneys it caves in yeah it caves in on the barneys so you wind up with these like caved in the it, my opinion is that the uh, that's kaf- years of the, use though i love well, that no pack. no no i've got that uh barneys that i use for hauling bear bait and it's the same thing it it looks super comfortable but it's 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 like you can compress it super easy so Whereas the Kafaru and even the Stone Glacier, they're they're smaller diameter, like you know, it's the a thinner strap. Yeah, it's yeah. thinner, but it's it's thicker, right? It's much it's, more yeah, like dense foam. It's yeah. more dense foam, so you can. It's more comfortable and it's not as cumbersome. Yeah. Whereas at Barney's, when you get two hundred pounds of dog food on the back, which I've done, it's that fucking strap oh, yeah. really hugs in and bites underneath your armpits and everything they get loud too if you don't you have to replace the parts like annually all the little bobby pins and everything and all the little clips that are on Sir, it because it goes like every step i take it was like yeah. but that's only because that pack has gotten the ever loving shit kicked out of it for years and yeah years, so. i think you screwed the pooch on that one though john I yeah, love that, that, dude. that freaking muskeg and the especially oh that's such a I'm, nice pack i'm over here raising my hand saying i told him so no no <laughs> but but you love your stone glacier too it's and like nice and, pack. and, and you is. know and comparatively, I don't know, Jim's used that, that Barney's a lot, and, and he used it um, with skepticism, and he's buying one. So no, there, maybe it's just like a different, it's a different breed. You know, I want to, I'll try the Kafaru once that I ripped the Stone Glacier up, which apparently so maybe year. sooner than later. <laughs> yeah, John's hard on gear. But, uh, I yeah, the Kafaru, I think overall comfort is better, but you're, the only thing you're sacrificing is weight. Yeah, the that's Stone it. Glacier uh, is going to be a so, little bit lighter. Yeah. But. What's the big deal? I mean, I love Kafaru packs, so I use them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was super impressed with how waterproof that muskeg actually is, too. People have asked me about that. I'm just like, man, I've put, like, boned-out meat in the bag, and I get back to the truck, and all the blood's still in the bottom. Yeah. So what does that tell you? It's fucking pretty waterproof. I mean, I, you know, spent several days in the rain packing around, and basically everything was... 
I didn't even notice any leakage around like the seams. There. I didn't even take a rain cover last year when I used I'd it. I'd never take a rain cover, so that saves me some weight. Oh yeah, what well, saves you what like two I'm ounces? I'm the same way. I'll never. I'll just if my pack gets wet should, or you know. If it can't be get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. I'm the like same if way. it can't if it can't get if if it can't get wet it stays in a dry sack. You know, so, so I should I should get some dry sacks and leave the rain cover. That's what no. I would. Do. Well, I mean, I it's, it's the rain cover is easy enough to just put over the top, and if it's a good rain cover, it's it'll the, have it's whatever Barney's right, sent with it. Right, so yeah, a so good a good rain cover is one that has like it has two bungee loops basically that go around your belt loop on each side, and you can leave the rain cover folded down, and it just conforms to your belt. And then when it starts raining, you can just quick take your pack off, pull it up over your pack, and you're and you're completely fucking ready to rock. You don't have to dig it out fit it and all that shit you, you can just pull it up over the pack and it's ready to rock mm. and i mean a good rain cover like that weighs a few ounces and it's a done deal but like last year using the musk egg and tyler used it too like i didn't bring one and no i still use dry bags but fuck nothing got wet yeah. nothing wrong with redundancy yeah. and some no. of that stuff you know when it comes to yeah redundancy when it comes to like gear getting wet i mean that's a good way to be redundant i i feel they're yeah, all good so, though. Lots of good packs out there. Yep. Right. Yeah. So sounds like you'll probably not die. You got Look. the bases covered for that. Yeah. Biggest thing, man. It it will be in like there will be times that you want to quit and you want to just like home sounding really freaking good. Unless but he walks up the hill and finds a legal ram right off the bat, and they'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> Which happens. That happens on that unit. The, the, the um, Ellie down in Delta was telling me that, that the one guy went went to the glacier there and uh, and shot a ram that day and then like in the morning and was there right around lunchtime, like right when she was leaving for lunch. And it was, she said it was a damn nice one, too. That could happen down there for sure. Oh yeah, yeah it happens. But so, I mean, but yeah, I mean, normal. no, like there, yeah, there's if you, I'd rather just shoot it from the curb. If if possible. you don't, if you don't give up, man, like you'll you'll have a great time. And you'll see a lot of sheep. There's no giving up. It's not. It's not gonna happen. I've, Doesn't matter if it takes extra time. Look, you I've, know, just go at your pace. Don't feel like I, you gotta like beat other people. I got off work from the evening of the twelfth till the. Fuck, I don't know, 20, 28th. I got to be back in town the night of the 27th. Oh, you're That's good to plen- go. Plenty get them, of get time. Them done. Yeah. You have the entire season to go? I know, not the entire season. Pretty close, though. I got the, I'm drive, my shift ends at 7 p.m. the 12th. Okay. And I'm a drive south. Yeah. I'm going to head out there that evening. Nice. And then I don't have to be at work again until I think the evening of the twenty eighth. Wow, so after that's the awesome. season's over. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I planned for failure, failure, and then last light on the last day of the season, the twenty fifth, shooting the damn thing and having to walk two days back to the truck. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, you have plenty of time, and as long as you don't give up, I there's, swear yeah. to Christ, there's you're no going to kill one. Up. Yeah, you're no, gonna be fine. That's so. What do you have for communication while you're out there? Uh, Garmin in reach. Nice. Very Perfect. good. Yeah. Where have to exchange numbers? I got everybody else's. The, the oh, yeah. plan is to be in reach. Yeah, so. yes, sir. Yep. That's cool. I'm, I'm Temple open. Temple's on his pun game. <laughs> I've only done one tonight, <laughs> right? I, I did that too. I cordoned off the season. Um, of course, I don't work like a normal job like most people. But yeah. but yeah, and then after that, going and 
the, for the second run with Nick. It'll be fun. Get to hunt the first and the second season there. It'll be a good oh, old time. Nick's doing the motorized season, or no? I'm we're we're going in before the motorized starts, but I can hunt straight through. But I can yeah. hunt both. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's Score be partying. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna go in. Be a good old time. We got to pull two out in the first trip though, because because me and me and my buddy Jim we buddy tag it and we mm-hmm. did the last time and. So, you know, if we get one one down and it takes a lot of time, like we're willing to just to drop it off over to Delta Meets and, and head out for round two. Might be three rounds in Delta this year, if yeah. that's the case. Just last year, or two years ago, like our meet was fine, but uh, but I shot mine first and it was at the point of the meet where it didn't have much time left. Like it was aged perfectly. Everything was perfect when we got back to, yeah, right now. So it was like you had to be on it. So yeah, if we get one like that, we just hike it out and return and go again hopefully not hopefully we find two two slobs in the same group right next to each other (laughs) 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 well that's the tag to do it on yeah if there was i mean us that and tma like what other place i mean other than maybe the chugach you know draw tags or whatever like where else can you feasibly go and be like hey i want to shoot two out of the same group yeah like that's that, that could definitely happen sure could yeah i mean the, the group i shot mine in in delta it had uh one legal then the rest of them were literally two and three year olds like he was just hanging out with the young guys he was like a molester he was yeah just hanging Jester. right in the middle of it <laughs> yeah because I, I shot it quick and then and then um our buddy slash packer on that hunt he's in africa now and we owe him a, a big doll sheep hunt when he does get back from peace corps because he went and packed for us and he's now i think he's packed on four different hunts in the delta and never killed a ram <laughs> so yeah so so we're we're gonna when he gets back we're dropping everything yeah he's but uh yeah he he was to me because he saw all the little ones running away because i shot it and i went to go high five him and he just looked away he looked disgusted and he was he's like man not enough time i don't think you're good to go I think I'm good to come. Freak me out! It's like, <laughs> oh great! I'm like, yeah, pull. sweet dude, I got a sheep. And then he just looks away from me, just with a look, not impressed. Like, great. Well over full curl. Yo, yeah, he was good. Beautiful sheep, but yeah, it was it was just fast. But <laughs> they're certainly not too legal in that group. That's the thing. Like, I'm I'm hoping to meet Frank and his girlfriend out there. What if I see something before I? Of course I'm going to shoot it if I know it's legal, but again, we're, we're back to the 50 and four versus any bowl. I'm, it's got to be full curler. Or Do you have a copy room. of that book? Have you got a copy that's of that book? That's a great book. book. Yes. That is a great yes. book. I got take that with angles. you. It shows like, that's a really good, that's a really good resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that with you. That's one of the better things that I've seen fishing games. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah it, it goes over the above angle and what a full curl ram looks like when you're looking at it from a different angle mm-hmm. and it doesn't appear to be full curl. How the circle's not perfect. How you have to close that gap. Like it goes over a lot of those things that a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, miss. compared to how it was for so many, I don't know how many times a bitch and complained about how it was for so many years with the stupid little like perfect at 90 degree diagram yeah, yeah, where it's a perfect where it's yeah, a perfect like circle yeah, and it was literally yeah. like and based on that in the description it's like i have never seen a ram that's like that <laughs> it's like sheep hunter yeah. porn it gives you an unrealistic yeah. expectation there's there's a lot to be said about how they did the new one because like you said it shows the exact different ways that it can possibly I think be. they want to say that the sublegal take went way down after they well they should be happy that. about that unless they're just interested in revenue generation 
Well, I mean, they've got well, the revenue anyways. The fish and game doesn't get the revenue legal. from shooting a sub legal. Well, I didn't say who got the revenue. The oh. I said interest yeah. in revenue generation. Yeah, that that was a good little piece of information. They yeah. have some other little videos that are they're so so, but that that little pamphlet, was, yeah, it's pretty was, in depth. That was good. Frank's like, I don't need any help. <laughs> I'm I'm so. As, it, as anxious as I am about shooting the sheep for myself, because the sheep meat you fed us, Frank, was just fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm more excited about Carrie getting to shoot a sheep. That that just, that that excites me. Starting more. at the top. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's good. I want her to start at the top. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. Get her excited about hunting. It's all downhill from here, sweetie. Yeah. I, so, like, I like the... No, she's... Well, let's take her in. I like the story of... Uh, <laughs> it's all, yeah, it's all uphill. Right? I like the story, or, you know, so you said initially she's like, if we get one, I don't want to get it mounted. Yeah, she didn't want you nothing know? to do with it. She's like, the horns can go in the shed, and I just want it to meet. And then, I got, it was just last weekend, I think. Um, She's sitting in my house looking at sheep mounts, and she was like, I've kind of been thinking that <laughs> if I get one... She says, I know that, I know every time you look at them, you, you realize how many miles you walked and exactly where it came from, and I, I'd kind of like to get mine mounted if I get one, and I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't, honestly, you didn't have a choice in the matter, because it was, it was going on the wall no matter what. She might like you to do something pretty with woodwork on a, on a Euro, too, that might be like, oh no, it's going straight, it's going straight, straight in, shoulder right, mount, yep. yeah, oh yeah. No doubt about it. That's a decision I'm going to make after. I'm all European. Decisions are already made. I'm going to leave the hide in a pile of hog slop on the mountain. I I I talked to Jim about it, and I was like, you know, you could sell them for a grand or over. And uh, then he was like, yeah, you know, when we had a packer, we didn't even bring them out. And I was like, "Ah, that's a good point. Or that's the euros. (laughs) You. Pussy. I've euroed the last. Well, my I, last I two. like euros, man. I, I do too. They, they, any That's battering e- ram critter, it's like muskox. Like yeah, muskox, I like euros. Euro. I don't like an extra five hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you be honest. Do you screw up their faces when you skin them when you cape them? So it, you know, I, I haven't done a sheep you can like swap. that. We 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 did. Oh yeah, you know, we did actually last year. We did the um, for taxidermy on Chad's ram, but. Um, but no, you know, for me, like I'm not a person that's gonna outright screw something up. Like if I'm if I feel like I'm shaky on it, I would just like if I wanted to get a taxidermy, probably I'd just probably leave it in. Um, yeah. You know, and that being said, it's not even that hard. I mean, obviously, we did a hack job on our Delta Rams before left hair and crap. But yeah. that was well, no, no, that was that was a uh, that was just cutting the hide off because it was like we're like all right, we're just gonna leave it here. And um, I was gonna bring mine my cape out last year. Yeah. But when that bullet went through the horn, and afterwards Skip was just like, "You should have brought it anyway. I could have done something with it. You could have yeah. traded it to me." Yeah. But I looked at it and I was like, "I'm not even going to try and salvage it because the bullet fragmented when it like parts of it fragmented and it looked like a softball sized hole oh, no in shit. the thing's yeah. neck. It blew a big hole in yeah. it and it just like obliterated the meat in the neck and broke its spine and just." It was fucked up looking. When I walked up to it, I was like, yeah. wow, look at that. <laughs> look at the hole in this thing. Um, and that was my, you know, 
I've it was w- pretty much easy for me at that point. I was yeah. like, well, there's some poundage that I don't have yeah, to, there's get a to pound- carry out. The only, the only but- animal I've ever gotten shoulder mounted was a muskox, and I gave it to Wanger's Country Store out there, Kenny Lake. They've got it up in their store now. I've, I've never... Um, Never really messed with it. Fieros are free, and I'm right broke most of the time. So, but I'd like to get one. I of these do, skip and you're rams right. done. They're beautiful. I mean, compared to some of the other local work that we've that we've seen, there's <laughs> including a picture here on the wall of one of of uh, yeah, Elf. Snorbler Elf. battle so, troll. So, I've skinned a, a couple caribou and a couple moose for taxidermy, and. You, you pry the the skin out from under the pedicle. Is it the same way no, with sheep? I, I skin it, but that's that's one thing I really like a Havilon for is that thin razor blade. You can because you get it under. If there. you just cut around, and you leave hair around those horns when you cape them. That's it's too much skin because that skin goes under. What you got to do is like peel the hair back and stick that bl- thin blade oh. in there and just cut. That's the best way I found to do it you from can the roll inside. Up. And I'll roll it out. Roll all underneath. I, all I've done so far, and I've seen a couple <clears> of mounts <throat> that turned out pretty good from them. I didn't do it. Uncle did it. Him and his 30-year anniversary with the she, whatever. So I took a chainsaw tool. You know, it's got yep. a flathead. Yep. And I used that. All I did was cut up under the pedicle and use the chainsaw tool to pry the skin up yeah, underneath like the pedicle. Guys will use a Phillips. But, yeah, no, with sheep. That's like the one thing those Havilons are so good for is skinning around sheep horns because that can take so long. And I don't know, I've never tried f- forcing them or prying them. I always just skin mm-hmm. them out. But they, yeah, you don't want to leave any hair on the horns. They pried fine on the, the caribou and moose, but that skin there was pretty thick. I don't know how thick the the sheep skin That's is. It's not as thick there. as moose, oh. not near as nothing like a moose. Okay. Yeah. Biggest thing is just taking your time. Don't. Don't jack up the eyes or the nose. Well, the nose is harder to jack yeah, up. Yeah, you got to get all the. You got to get the cartilage. Yeah. Shit. Well, so le- you, you leave the whole earbud on there. Cut yeah. the ears off at yeah. the skull. Skin around the horns carefully. Don't leave any hair on there, and don't jack up the eye. Like stick your finger in the eyeball when you're coming up on the eye. I've always anything I've ever skinned. I've always been like. If you put your finger in there, you cut yourself before you screw yeah, up the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Better off if yeah. you're looking for, um, you know, to keep it. Yep. Oh, yeah. That, <clears throat> I'd like to do it right Do it right on a goat this year and, and get one of the goats. Poofy done. pants. I also bought poofy pants. What kind? The zip-up. I think they were Martin Hardware. Oh, those are nice. Yeah. They, the, I, what I know is I made fucking sure that they zipped all the way up. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. You don't want to take your boots off to put your pants on. Right. No, just, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it, it occurred to me I had to spit it out. No, that was good. Yeah. I wasn't even talking about anything. I don't even remember what I was talking about. I'm sorry. I don't remember what you were talking about either. <laughs> well. Uh, yep. I envy you guys. It'll be, it'll be fun down there. You're yeah. gonna go arrow. I'm sure I'll have fun too. Oh yeah, you'll have a good old time. You're gonna go arrow something at like 90 yards. I can hit it. Yeah, we'll see. And 90 is a little out. The, yeah, the arrow doesn't land until September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, we'll I see. I brought my bow and arrows to shoot your 3D course, but it was raining, and I'm one of them old fogies that shoots feathers. Yeah, the trad beans are nice, man. I've been kind of reading up on them. I might have to have a couple. They work as advertised. Well, yeah. I, I fletched up some arrows and shot my longbow off the shelf, 
shoot exactly the same as feathers and way quieter. No shit. Right off the shelf, too. Way you don't quieter. have to have the flipper. Yep. Yep. So the, the huh. feathers I use to tune them damned dowels from the hardware store, they're loud. They yeah. F- <laughs> well, my stone point arrows, like those things, the feathers, I'd four-fletch five-inch feathers <laughs> on there. And they're... <laughs> the whole way there, like in the videos shooting bears, you can just hear... <laughs> but yeah, those the one I, I couldn't believe how quiet those those trad veins are. That's when definitely. I, I mean, even guys that like shooting feathers, like man, eh, everybody that hunts in some wet weather is going to have at least a couple of them in their quiver. Yeah, because there's just no getting around. I mean, doesn't matter what you do to them, you beat around the brush enough with feathers, they're going to go flat on you. Them guys shooting tra- um, uh, blazer veins. That shit's loud. When I went and did the the bow hunter certification, the field shoot, all the compound arrows you could hear, they whistled. They didn't just go. There was a. Well, some of those blazer veins have are like ribbed and. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The ones I've always shot have been quiet. But yeah. Yeah. You pulling the plug? This guy's got a head. All right, man. We're going to wrap it up pretty quick anyway. Right on. Take it easy. Everybody too, out Dr. there Schultz. that's going sheep hunting, have a great time. Always a pleasure, Dr. Schultz. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, won't see you. I won't see you in Delta, but I'll be on the, I'll be You'll with be close. you in spirit. Yeah. We'll kind be able of. to see the same <laughs> as the, formations. As the crow flies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I can look down over at you. Yeah. I am. Just, yeah. Yeah. Smoke yeah. signals. Right on. You got an inReach? Yeah. As well? Right yeah. On. I need to get your... Yeah, I'll yeah I'll text yeah. you it or whatever. Right yeah, on. cool. All right, good luck, guys. Have fun. You too, man. Stay safe. Don't forget your heavy ass loner tripod. <laughs> That's a nice tripod. I was oh, yeah. very appreciative of you loaning that to me, Frank. But I I found one lighter. All right. Anyway, I guess we'll uh, we're all fading here. Oh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be good good sheep hunting. Uh, Here's yeah. hoping. Yeah, here's hoping. Yeah, yeah, hopefully you're we get some weather, you know. You're carrying a bang stick, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got decent weather, you know, it'll be good. Yeah. I haven't even checked. I don't even want to know. I'm just we're just going for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty you know, kinda in the end ultimately that's yeah. what you gotta do. Yeah. Unless you've got regardless. the unless you've got the just the leisure to Yeah, the governor's tag. The governor's <laughs> yeah, tag to just yeah. pick your nice yeah. window to go and no, all, but I don't know, I'm trying to uh, it's just a weird feeling because I feel like it'll take a miracle for me to actually kill one with that. But uh, good on yeah. you for going for it, you know. Like, yeah, and you know, if it if it does, might as well. Yeah, if it I does, mean, it'll be wall- if I if I get one, it'll be worth it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, you've got a few on the wall, anyways. You know, you you could do with a little bit of rough and tumble, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I got a couple of years before any of you guys will catch up. So. Yeah, you know, yeah, it'll be a while. You'll have to go on a skunk streak for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep on with that stick bow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I guess we'll wrap that up. Uh, thanks for listening. And if you enjoy Tundra Talk, uh, appreciate if you leave a good review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. And also uh, appreciate if you support the podcast on Patreon. It's kind of cheesy, but uh, shit costs money, and um, yeah, appreciate your support. You can find that at patreon.com slash tundertalk. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening, and be safe out there this season. Later. <laughs>